Hello everyone, my name is Josh Kitchen, and you'll probably remember me as playing Keth the Half-Orc Monk in our Fate's Gambit games. Uh, but if you've read the title of this episode, you'll know that today's adventure is a little different than our typical Fate's Gambit offerings. Uh, the air date of today's episode is November 21st, which is the birthday of J.R.R. Tolkien's son Christopher. In light of that, today we are playing a game called Adventures in Middle-Earth which is based off of the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons system, with a few small twists. In today's adventure, I will be leading the others through the land of Middle-earth. This is my first time DMing, so grab your dice and remember, beware of wargs. This is Table Quests. This story begins with a proclamation from King Bard of Dale going out to as far as his messengers can reach, which is pretty much everything east of the Misty Mountains. Uh, the proclamation states, Free peoples of the north, we have won our freedom from the oppression of the dragon, have cleared from our lands the threat of the goblins from, from the far mountains, and have proved that together we are mightier than our foes. I believe that our destiny is in our own hands, providing that we do not forget this lesson. Together, we are strong. Before we came together, we were as frightened children, hiding in our homes from the shadows of the wider world. But now we have a chance of something better, and all it takes is our courage to grasp it. And so, free peoples of the North, gather up your courage and bring it to me. I have plans for the North such as you will scarce believe, but I need your strength to turn plan to deed. In return for playing your part in our rebirth, I will pay you well in gold, land, and the satisfaction of knowing you lead your people from the shadows into a brighter future. Make haste to Lake Town. On the first day of each month, my advisors and I will appoint tasks to the willing and disperse rewards to those who bring their tasks to completion. And they shall be celebrated, for they are the heroes of our age. Uh, you, however, are not in Lake Town. Uh, you are all in Woodman Town, which is on the so the southwestern eaves of Mirkwood Forest. Uh, this story does take place after the events of The Hobbit, but before the events of The Lord of the Rings. So Bilbo and I think his the last you said was it was a little uh, a little after, over a year after the end of the events of The Hobbit. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, thereabouts. Okay. It's about a year after uh, the Battle of the Five Armies. Yep. And uh, Bilbo and his company of dwarves have already gone through Mirkwood and came back. Well, Bilbo came back anyways. Uh, and have already come and gone. Uh, but you find yourselves in Woodman Town uh, in the spring. And the town is waking from winter. There are men and women dragging rugs and blankets outside, and they beat the winter's dust off of them. There's knee-deep ashes from fires kept burning all season long are cleared from the hearths, and a collection of firewood for next year begins. The town is a safe refuge in a sea of dark and threatening woods, but the slow pace of life among the woodmen has made our heroes restless, which is you guys. All are keen to find traveling companions and head out into the wider world before winter's chill sets in. So you're all going to be on the market green. Uh, I'm uh, so restless. 
at the center of town, which is a, a bare patch of grass around which different stalls will be uh, set up. But uh, above the green, atop the central hill of Woodman Town, all can see the richly decorated Great Hall. Inside, the legendary Lamp of Balthy is kept safe, the greatest treasure of the Woodman. Uh, there's the occasional traveling merchant laying out goods. There's pig and sheep herders driving animals into pens. Tradesmen are meeting to buy materials, sell wares. And there's some local gossips uh, gathered to trade tales of the outside world. The dusky river that runs to the east of town is still swollen with meltwater from the mountains of Mirkwood. Uh, the couple of jetties that poke out into the river, fisherfolk mend their nets, carve out new log boats, and tar their coracles in readiness for the fishing season to begin. And uh, as you're all sort of standing around, you uh, notice uh, some of the gossips coming over, and uh, they say, Barling, what, uh, what's, uh, what's this group? What are, what, are, what are you, uh, what are you doing here? I know you usually in the tavern right now, but uh, aye, that's very true. However, I think it's time. I've been growing a little restless, to be honest with you. I think it's time I stretch my feet a little. You're going off with that uh, quiver fellow. To be honest, you know business has been has been running rather low, has been pretty low of late. Who are the Who are the rest of the? The members of this uh, company here. My name is Beetle. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm a merchant, but I uh, seem to have misplaced my wares. So uh, I'm doing a little uh, putting out some feelers, trying to trying to find new opportunities. I I am a writer from the West. That's about it. I can see that by your horse. I'm a rider from the West. That's me. Do you have a name? Yes, I do. And what is it? It's Anvander. Anvander. How you doing, Andy? That <laughs> is expressly forbidden for the remainder of the time <laughs> we spend together. Whatever you say, Andy. On the subject of which, when are we intending to depart. Ah, Quiver speaks. He nods. <laughs> Where are we even going? Well, we're headed east, of course. You asked me to take you across the woods towards Dale. That's That was our agreement, wasn't it? Ah, yes, yes. Um, of course. And what are you seeking over there that's so important, BD? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Andy. <laughs> No, did you not hear? Did you not hear the proclamation? It, 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 did you not hear word of the, the the opportunities that present adventurous individuals? I've heard of the dragon's demise. Yes, that's one of the reasons I'm heading out. But I had a feeling you had a more specific reason for traveling. If you're a merchant of some kind. Well, uh, my. I, Business has not been very good lately. Um, so I really am trying to seek out other opportunities. Uh, there are specific things. I Honestly, I'd really just like to um, own my own land. That, that would be fantastic. Uh, so... The merchant desires to put down roots. 
Honestly, yes. I don't blame you, but it's a lot of hard work what waits us in the East. It's not as simple as simply, oh, I would like to purchase this plot of land and settle down. You're going to have to work to earn it. I understand that. My, well, my adventuring years are coming to a close anyways, so I, I would like to at least attempt to find a more stable uh, base for my mercantile efforts. From which compass direction did Avendir say he was a rider from? He's a rider from the west. The west? From the west. Okay. From the mark. So, the southwest. Oh. Very cool. And... Berling, you're going to leave us behind with these fellows? What what could be more important than your work at the tavern? You make such excellent malt beer, after all. Salted pork. <laughs> malt beer. <laughs> exactly. Right meat off the bone. That's literally where I got that from. <laughs> yep, well, they, they, that's perfectly fine. It's, it works. It's great. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Have you tried selling that to, like other areas you could you know you could open the, up this business into more than just this hole in the wall here hey i did consider selling this elsewhere this is the place where i considered oh <laughs> regardless i've been going a little restless to be honest with you quiver smiles yes yes and, you uh, said that previously says, the dwarf is not a local well would you you know any so? <laughs> Do you know any other dwarves here? It was a joke. <laughs> oh. Uh, right. Regardless, these three look like they could use the company. They could use the help on to, to their journey over to Lake Down. Oh, so... Very well. So the merchant wants to go to Lake Town, and everybody else is like, we're going with you. <laughs> Basically... <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen the shores of Lake Town. I haven't seen anything east of the mountains. And, you know, it's about time I got further from the mark. You spend your whole life at home. You've never really lived. Exactly. So. Uh, point of order. The mark is east of the mountains. Wait, what? The Ritter Mark is east of the Misty Mountains. Oh. Unless you're referring to different mountains. The other mark. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just confused about my geography. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the majority of Rohan is south of Mark where we are right now, yeah, more than it is west. Okay. It's, it's mostly directly south. Well, it's then very, I very am a rider from the south. the south. Yeah. Yes. Wow. My first line wasn't even right. <laughs> we'll just say it again. I'll fix it's it okay, in post. okay, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. I'm a rider from the south. <laughs> there we go. Make it there in. it is. There we go. Now it'll be fixed. Now it will be fixed. I have a question. Yeah. What does everyone's characters look like? Ah. That would be most beneficial, would it not? Yeah. Well, thanks for volunteering, Jake. You can go first. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see this dwarf? He is uh uh over his uh chainmail and some extra clothing, you see an apron, and he has a bald head with like a grayish salt pepper beard his with most beards it's like uh the mustache is more part of the beard but in this case the beard is more part of the mustache okay and <laughs> um 
and and like the two sides just extends and goes up into a curl. So it's kind of like sideburn or like mutton chops, but instead of mutton chops, the mutton chops go into a mustache. Yes, and much and generically much more extreme. Yes, a very a very large mustache. I'm going to try to find a photo to send to you guys. So you well, that a, won't help the yeah. audience, but okay. <laughs> so he's lacking. Uh, so his chin is bare then. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And he's uh, carrying what looks to be like some sort of. It's like a pickaxe, like a one-sided pickaxe, sort of. But it's called a matic. Yes, but I didn't know if they if their characters knew that a diggermatic. Yes. Who would like to uh, describe themselves next? Quiver's been awfully quiet, off in the corner. Oh. <laughs> off in the corner. <laughs> um, Quiver is about six feet tall. Um, he is. Uh, he wears a brown um, traveling cloak, under which uh, you can see that he's got brown shoulder-length curly hair. Um, his face is rather tan, um, but... Um, he appears to be young, but his face looks kind of sunken, like he has <laughs> seen things. Uh, he's got gray eyes um, that are, are either sharply in focus or kind of appear out of it, um, but not really any in between. Um, he, his hands shake noticeably pretty much all the time. Uh, on his back, he's uh, he wears a... Um, Backpack um, on which there is a small shield um, hanging, as well as um, his bow and his quiver. Um, and um, he has around his waist a belt, which has a dagger in it. Uh, on one of his hands, he wears a ring. I think that is about as much as there is to tell. Uh, we should probably mention, uh, Nate, that you are a ranger, a Dunedine. Oh, yeah. I mean... I guess so. Yeah, I'm a yes. Yeah, he's one of them ranger types. Ah, that's right. Beetle or Anvender? All right, I'll take a stab at it. So, Beetle is about five ten in his late twenties. Uh, slight build with emerald, uh, emerald eyes and uh, fair skin, black shoulder length hair. Um, he has a uh, a broadsword on his back uh, with a quiver like basically kind of right next to the uh, sheath, basically. Mm -hmm. So he can reach back and either grab some arrows or grab his sword, depending. And he has uh, daggers, uh, one on each hip uh, attached to his belt. Um, he's wearing, uh, he's wearing like finery, but with a leather jerkin kind of like over it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's about it. He generally gives off kind of a friendly demeanor. <laughs> and you are a barding. Yes. So you are from da what will be Dale. Yes. Then you're the most familiar of any of us with the area. Uh, I'm the most familiar of that area across the woods. Yes. But, uh, yes. So you're wishing to return home to put down roots? Yes. Okay. And Anvinder, the rider from the south. The south, yes, because that is yes. what I said. 
Definitely the South. Definitely. Not the West. I don't know why anybody would think anything else. Yeah, that's right. Why would, you, why would you say the West, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> distinctly said the South. Yeah, didn't you hear him? Well, you wouldn't be able to mistake Anvinder for anything but a writer. He's the very image of one. Uh, exceptionally tall, taller than even uh, the ranger here. With uh-huh. uh, bright blonde hair and blue eyes uh, that look colder than the ice on the Misty Mountains. Uh, he's always accompanied by his horse, cool. or is not far from his horse, who's a simple brown. Um, Does the horse have a name? The horse has a name, Ursa. Oh. We want fan art. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked for fan art of Dusty. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, yeah but his his uh rather fair hair is usually pulled back into a braid Uh, he carries a spear and long sword on his hip but doesn't wear any armor um the tunic he wears is actually pretty open to the wind if you know what i mean a deep v it's a very deep V. It's a very deep V. And then nice. everybody go around and say what your class is and the best approximation for a Dungeons and Dragons class. Well, I'm a Slayer, which is the D&D equivalent, or the Lord of the Rings equivalent of a Barbarian in 5th edition. Oh. Ooh. I play a warrior, which is basically a fighter. I play a rogue. I mean, treasure hunter, which is which, it's a rogue. Uh, I am playing a wanderer, which I'm pretty sure is most closely approximated by a ranger. Interesting. After you uh, describe yourselves uh, to each other and to this gossiper, you all receive one point of inspiration. Huzzah! Mm-hmm. Huzzah! Does it stack in this game? No, but you're gonna you'll, you should get it often enough where that shouldn't be an issue. So use it constantly. Well, like you don't have to use it for every roll, but like you don't have to hoard it use for like your once a week encounter sort of thing. I'd like to roll to uh, destroy the ring. <laughs> uh, you don't know where the ring is. I'm gonna use inspiration. <laughs> uh, we're, we're all giving him inspiration. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't know where it is. Dang it! <laughs> you don't even know that it's been found yet. You think really hard. <laughs> he doesn't just divine the location of the one ring. <laughs> it's not how inspiration works. Well, some of us might not even know it exists. Yeah. Uh, looking around the green, there are a few other uh, people uh, standing uh, nearby. There's an old guide named Hava who sits at the edge of the market green on a carved log stool. Uh, Bearling, you know that she's often t- uh, told tales of traveling in her younger days, and she might know the immediate vicinity of the woods. Who's Bearling? The Me. dwarf. Okay. Should I, I? I'm trying to use your character names, but I guess maybe I should use your actual names. No, no, use no, the character names. Okay. We're just trying to learn. That's the only way I'm going to get used name. to it. That's fair. Um, there's. What did you say? Her name. What'd you say her name was? Hava. H-E-V-A. Hava. You know that she tells stories of when she was younger, she would lead logging parties into the forest 
a short ways into the forest, not for very far, but she knows sort of like the general sort of layout of the nearby area of, of woods pretty well. I know someone that can help us. Well, I wasn't just finished describing what else you oh, see yet. I'm but... sorry. Continue <laughs> uh, voice in my head. Uh, there's a hand. Is that a common thing with him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a common thing with all of you. <laughs> Archfrey Josh Kitchen is in this game too. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's probably running the game. <laughs> no, I mean, well, you don't know that. You can't prove anything. Uh, there's a handful of children that are uh, freed from doing their chores. They're playing a game with a ball and stick uh, around the open areas. The, you can hear that the uh, the elders are shouting at them to stay inside the stockade. Saying, ah, uh, you'll be eaten by spiders if you leave outside after dark. Why does it always have to be spiders? Because there be spiders in them woods. There's gold in them nar hills. No, nope, spiders in the woods. <laughs> spiders. It's, it's spiders. out, boy. Spiders. <laughs> Yo, whippersnapper. There's spiders in the woods. Whoa, time out, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the palisade itself Great. is uh, is a wooden palisade uh, palisade built of stout logs sharpened at the top to points. Uh, there's bunches of fragrant herbs hanging from the walls uh, to ward off evil spirits and influences. Uh, it has a mixture of ancient moss covered sections, and some of the some you can see that some of the areas of the wall is freshly cut and are a lot newer than other parts of the palisade. There are well-trained working dogs uh, work uh, all around Woodman Town. Uh, they are masters of hounds, and they are kenneled in the north section of the settlement. And they often watch, uh, often uses watchdogs for threats from the forest. Uh, you can occasionally hear them yipping and barking, but uh, so far no howls of immediate danger. Luckily, uh, you can off in the distance you can hear. Uh, Trees felling and axes cutting and chopping as uh, the logging industry is going on in the woods nearby. Uh, in addition to Hava, you also see Odo, a shepherd. Uh, he's selling mutton, dried mutton, as well as other fresher meat. There's uh, another merchant from the Mountain Hall selling what appears to be axe heads, iron pegs, other sort of equipment. Sorry, where is it that they send the lumber that they that they cut? Uh, mostly to repair the town and build housing and. Oh. Yeah, it's mostly self improvement. I see. Yeah, they're kind of isolated for the most part. They don't really ha come into contact with the outside world too much. You do know that there is another settlement, uh, to the north. Woodland Hall. Yes, Woodland Hall, which is kind of like capital if woodman had a capital it's that would be up river from here uh more or less this this uh woodman town is older but uh woodman hall is by far larger oh and uh yes it would be up river from you to the north grand mm -hmm. barely you also see uh rocking on a rocking chair on her porch is old ingen she's a uh, 
overviewing the uh, the market green today. That sort of scared look in his eyes, kind of haunted. You know that he just mostly just sits out there and rocks back and forth and sort of mutters to himself a lot. We get his name one more time. Uh, Ingund. I-N-G-U-N-D. Mm-hmm. Old Ingund. If a wizard is what you desire, we could always travel south to Rosegabel. That was out of character. I don't know. Is that not in character? No. Okay. That was not in character. That was out of character. That was like, it's a shame if there was a wizard that cast fireball off of all on this all this wood. Yeah, that's why there's entire forest. A whole lot of wizards. This this forest that's like many thousands of acres. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Berling, you know that Ingund is is kind of like one of those crazy old guys who's always talking about doom and danger and that sort of thing. And there is uh, uh, Berald, who is uh, a woodcarver, who is carving some talismans nearby. On a, he's sitting on a blanket on the next, uh, by the green, carving talismans and offering up anyone who wants to buy a lucky talisman. What did you say his name was? Berald. B-A-R-A-L-D. Okay. Okay, so what is our first order of business? I assume we are heading up the lake town. You will probably need supplies yes. for the journey. Just I, uh, so you know. As soon as you feel supplied, I am ready. I am ready to guide you. Fantastic. So, well, I, for one, am not going anywhere without food. I like where your head's at. Good point. So, let's all break up, get provisions, meet back up, and then we can discuss the game plan. This isn't a game, merchant. We're about to travel through some rather <laughs> dangerous territory. It's a figure of speech, my good man. It's a figure of speech. It is something you say that is... Never mind. Let's go get food. And then meet back up so we can discuss uh, how we shall set off. Wonderful. What a straightforward plan and a straightforward way of saying it. Let's do that. Okay. I also only have seven silver pennies to my name, so. Yeah, how much? I can help you buy stuff. How much food? I think money is worth a lot more yeah. in this game. Uh, or else. Uh, or we're, we're, we're gonna be. Uh, things are worth a lot less, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or else we're going to be relying really heavily on your uh, foraging skills. You said there was someone selling, like, dried... Yeah, Odo was uh, uh, selling dried mutton and some other fresher meats. Fantastic. Anything that is is non-perishable that we can take on a journey. Well, a dried thing would be... Yes. It would be that. (laughs) It would be that. So I'd I'd walk up to them. Excuse me, um... Oh, Yes. Can I get your name? I be Odo. A shepherd Odo. around here. Fantastic. I've got some dried mutton and uh, some uh, fancier uh, meats if you would uh, like. Are those also dried as well, or are they just... Are, are they fresh? They're, they're freshly dried. Freshly dried. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> haven't been sitting around as long as some of these other dried meats. Yes, okay, yes. Okay, guys, um, take a drink every time Jeremy says Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic! I've even I've even got a, a a small bit of salted pork left. Hmm. Let's. 
You know what? I, I say we splurge for the occasion. How much for the pork? Uh, it's, uh, it's been uh, going up. It's harder to get pigs around here. What with all that nonsense going on up north. You heard about the dragon, didn't you? Well, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, he's vanquished. He's been vanquished. Yeah, and since he's been dead, all sorts of folk have been traveling around these woods. So, prices gone up, more more demand. Oh, and then okay. uh, as as you're I'm... as he's talking to you, uh, the merchant right next to him, who is the one selling axe heads and iron pegs, I don't yeah. think I told you her name. It's uh, Amalina. Okay. A M A L I N A. Right. Jake, who's taking notes, probably. Ish. Working yeah. on it. <laughs> he says, going, oh, wait, I'm supposed to take notes? I mean, I <laughs> assume he probably was, but if he doesn't, then that's fine. I took some. It's a one that's shot. Right. Why would you need to take any notes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's one shot. It's very unlikely you're going to run into these people again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she she sort small. of goes, <laughs> Oh, no, why can't you lighten up a little? It's nice to have some new faces come through every once in a while. Yeah, well, uh, if you want that salted pork, it's uh, two silver. Does that sound like an outrageous price to me? Uh, no. No, that's actually very reasonable. Okay. Two silver? Yeah. Uh, how, how long would this meat last? It like, should be I, enough to last you for it, the, that two silver worth of salt pork should last you about a week. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I, 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 I think I will. Uh, I think that's a fantastic price, my good man. Um, and I, I kind of fiddle with my my um, coin purse. Uh, finally, get it open and hand hand the man the money. It's a pleasure doing business with you, and. Uh, Watch yourself out there in the in the woods. Yes, yes. Uh, you're going back home to Lake Town. Hello. Wish you luck on your journey. Thank you. Now to find other supplies. They're like supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone say supplies? Is there like a place to buy like water skins or something like that to take on the journey, or is? And it sounds like you need like a. Traveling merchant. Yes. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Like maybe somebody maybe somebody with like a, I don't know, a hot air balloon. Uh, something like that. Yes, it would be fantastic. Okay. Oh dang it, I missed my chance. I should after we've <laughs> after I like he gave me the, the salted pork, oh, I should yeah, have said you should, yeah, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yes, you should have. <laughs> so yes, I I need a place to buy water skins so I can actually have something to drink on this journey. I'm surprised it doesn't come in your starting equipment. Yeah, I was gonna say I have a week's worth of rations and a water skin already. Uh. <laughs> my, my... How don't you know, Jeremy? Haven't you studied your gear? I, that you I, just I got looked it up on the starting equipment. The starting equipment of Treasure Hunters didn't say water skins either. Yeah. I'll just say everybody has water skins. Okay. And and huh, like basic okay, so and a week's worth of basic rations. Oh, okay. What I found, I, I mean, I don't know for treasure hunters, but 
what I had, it told me that I had traveling gear, and then I had to look up what traveling uh, gear was. That's probably like based on the season. Right, and in there it says a garb, garb appropriate for the season, a backpack, a blanket, a mess kit, a flask of oil, a pouch, 50 feet of hemp and rope, five torches, a water skin, and a whetstone. Uh, uh, and also a week of rations. I am, I'm going to check to see what I have, but other people so can continue So if you have traveling on. gear, you have those things. Okay, other people well. can... Uh... And your standard of living is bonus equipment, fur-lined traveling cloak, traveling gear for the current season, bedroll, backpack, saddlebags, or saddlebags, uh, comfortable boots, 5d6 silver pennies, plus choose any two for you. You get either a tent, extra blankets, rope, a magical toy, a silver comb, an amulet of a raven's feather, a bottle of wine from Dorwinian. You uh, get any two of those. So things. is traveling gear on the list or not? Yes, traveling gear for yeah. the current season. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so they have it. What page was that on? That's on page 33. That's under your uh, culture. Oh, okay. As as yeah. a barding, you get your starting equipment. Yes. And then your based on what Prosperous class, class yes, you pick. A barding? Pardon? Prosperous for a barding, right? Yeah. Yes, prosperous. Yeah. So under Treasure Hunter, you get the prosperous choices. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Uh... Is, any, is anybody uh, poor or frugal? Nope. I don't think so. I'm not. Yeah, you're definitely no. not Mr. Dwarf. Oh, are you from the um the Lonely Mountain? Oh uh, yeah. I'm from I'm from the Iron Hills. Oh the Iron Hills. Oh. But uh no, we we, we dwarves tend to have a, a more rich standard of living. Since you're the one that mints most of the gold. Aye, that's a bit true. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I don't know. He just kind of talks to the air sometimes. Jake just really that. likes talking in character, okay? <laughs> he does have he does have an intelligence and charisma of seven. Oh gosh. <laughs> just out of nowhere he like responds to questions nobody <laughs> asked him. Yes. Yes. I actually uh, like yes, that. Yes, blue That's is right. my favorite color. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just bursts out laughing while we're on the trail. <laughs> yes. Great. I think he sampled too much of his own merchandise. Can't prove that. What is, what is everybody else doing? Uh, just as a rundown um, of who's available, uh, there's Hava, the, uh, the ex-logger. There's old. E who was that? Was the she was the one who was whittling? No, the whittler was Berald. Who, uh, oh, he's 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 whittling uh, lucky wood talismans. Oh, that's right. Uh, there's Old Ingund, who's slightly crazy and talks of of danger. Uh, and then Hava, who used to guide logging expeditions into the into the surrounding woods. Oh, I may have forgotten to mention the. Like old Ingen, the crazy guy, is also selling bundles of charcoal. If uh, you wish to purchase charcoal for fires, who was it who asked us where we were going or like what we were doing? Just a town gossip. Okay. They like nosing in other people's business. All right. Well, if nobody's moving, I'll go kind of hang out near the crazy guy and just hear what he has to say. So you're uh, you're gonna wander wander up to him? Yeah. 
<laughs> I've, I mean, we've probably met. I probably come here, you know, from time uh, to time. Yeah, I guess that, I suppose that is true. Come for for more charcoal. Ward off the spiders, and the eyes. So many eyes, and goblins, and eyes. I would take some of your charcoal. Remind me of your price. Well, somebody else say what they want to do in the meantime, maybe. As long as it doesn't involve buying something. <laughs> well, I I've guess. got the equipment open now, so it's okay. Oh, okay. But charcoal's not listed, so <laughs> I'll just five right, well, copper. Should I even adjust the amount of money that I have? How much? How much? How much? What's the conversion rate between copper and silver? Is it ten? Uh, one silver is twelve copper. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, okay. And so then one, case, if he can... one gold is 20 silver. One gold is 20. So okay, one gold so is also 240 for... copper. We'll make it, we'll make it six copper. <laughs> we'll make it six copper so it's, it's half of a silver piece. You just increased the price? Just so it rounds better. Uh, <laughs> doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Fine. It's okay, I like this guy. I forgot his name. Odo, but... or Old England. If you wish, you can attempt a riddle check to see what, if he's actually crazy, if there's something that he may have seen. Oh, sure. If he's, if something that he's saying is worth, worth knowing. Mm -hmm. Uh, no. That's a four. Uh, nope, you, you, you just think he sounds crazy. Okay. Wait, so when's the adventure phase? I don't understand the phases at all. I'm just gonna. I, yeah, go you with can it. pretty much just ignore them for the most part. I okay. took a feat that specifically cares about them, so that's why I'm asking. Oh, so what? Oh, great. Which is what, uh, the woeful foresight. Yeah, my my virtue is woeful foresight, which is basically during the adventuring phase. Uh, I can ask it, when it. Bleh. Once every adventuring phase, I might I may invoke my power of willful foresight. When this happens, the lore master should give you a relevant piece of information regarding adverse events likely to occur during your current adventure. Uh, if no such information is available or the lore master prefers not to divulge it, once before the current adventuring phase is over, you may choose to automatically succeed at either an attack roll, a saving throw, or an ability check. So yeah. Either I get information, or I get to choose to succeed a roll. Uh, you can assume that you are currently on an adventuring phase. Okay. Okay. Sterling is gonna uh, head over to to uh, Hava. Oh yes, dearie. Uh, afternoon, Hava. If it isn't old Berling. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, listen. Well, I'm gonna be heading out into the forest soon. Ah. Have you got you, a proper uh, guide yet? I no. Well, we we haven't uh, yet. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> minus two charisma. <laughs> and intelligence, I suppose, as well. Yes. <laughs> oh well, I'd I'd really recommend you get one. They're, they're terribly <laughs> useful guides. Yeah. I, uh... You wouldn't know any, would you? <laughs> well, my guiding days are well beyond me now. But that ranger over there, he should probably know how, how to guide well enough. 
Oh, you know. <laughs> I should go ask him. <laughs> Forgets we have a guide. He's recommended our own guide. <laughs> yeah, I get paid twice. <laughs> He was uh, planning to be coming with us. I imagine he is our guide after all. <coughs> Terrible. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> well, if he'll be guiding you through these woods, I should very much like to speak with him. Tell me where is Gandalf. Very much desired. <laughs> very well. You wouldn't happen to me. No- I know- I've heard tell of spiders out there, but... Uh, Ah, uh, you wouldn't know of anything that was spooky out there, would you? Well, I haven't seen any spiders in a long time. But uh, Inkend over there, he keeps rattling on about them. Hey, well enough. Thank you. Is Berlin going to remember to bring Quiver over and talk to her again? Hopefully. <laughs> Do I have to roll for it? No. You don't. Okay, good. Uh, Quiver. Yes. Uh, the lady, uh, Ava, she'd be open to speak with you. Very well. All right. <laughs> I will make my way over to her. Are you, go- uh, Barreling, are you going to go and talk with Ingrid about the spiders? Yeah, we'll tag. Sure, <laughs> sure. All right, then you can make a riddle check as well. Oh, great. Uh, while uh, while uh, Quiver's talking oh, with good. Ava. Oh, this is good. This is intelligence. <laughs> oh. Yeah? Wait, maybe Well, may, maybe you have to be crazy to understand the crazy. You never know. Hey, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is he, he mumbles as he, as he walks over. <laughs> Your guys' dialogue is actually what he's thinking in his head, and he's just kind of talking to himself. Exactly. That's awesome. That's right. Ranger boy, do you know what he's talking, who he's talking to? He's playing a game of D&D in his head (laughs) all the time. (laughs) What is (laughs) D&D? I have no idea. (laughs) In his sleep, he just keeps repeating, roll for initiative, roll for initiative. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> giving me the creeps. Erling <laughs> uh, walks up to England. England, thank you. Uh, eyes, Ayo. spiders. Ayo. What? <laughs> eyes, eyes and spiders. Eyes and goblins. Spiders. Aye, there's spiders and goblins and eyes, many eyes. He's going to make that religion check now. You mean or Riddle? No, that religion. Riddle. It started with an R. Uh, yeah, you're close. That's right. It did. Oh, 17. Minus 2. Oh. Minus 2. <laughs> so 15. It was a big theory. <laughs> All right. You know, you can sort of understand that. Ingen has seen that uh, there have been uh, many goblins <laughs> fleeing into Mirkwood after the defeat of the Battle of the Five Armies. And... They're starting to creep towards the western edge of the forest. That's no good. I see. It makes so much sense. 
because he, he's he's seen <laughs> goblin shapes in the trees occasionally. Aye, 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 aye. Thank you. Eyes and goblins and spiders and eyes. Wait a second, were you just saying yes, 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 or aye, aye, aye? <laughs> <laughs> yes, more, uh, more the former. <laughs> Got it. Sperling is going to uh, leave him and join the rest of the group. And then uh, is Quiver going to go and talk to Hava? Yes. Are you the one guiding uh, this company you... through the woods? They asked me to yesterday. Do you know by which paths you'll go? I would assume now, out of character, right, that probably the best way to well, go... This can be in character. If, if you want uh, it to be. I mean, it could be... I I just want to make sure I'm not completely full of crap before I okay. <laughs> say something in game. Probably what would make the most sense would be to go to leave the forest <laughs> to the west, travel north all the way to the uh, the forest gate, and take the elf path. Yeah, she she concurs with you. Okay, because otherwise. We're going through the worst parts of Mirkwood, the parts that I'm actually familiar with. <laughs> or you're going south to go north and trying to get through the Narrows. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose that is also an option. But she would yeah. dissuade you from taking that path. Yeah. By far, the Elven Road is the safest way through Mirkwood still these days. Hmm. And she'll tell you about a few of... A few, uh, deer paths to get you out of the um, woods a little faster so you get a well, plus one bonus to your uh, embarkation roll okay I don't know what that is but mm -hmm. it's uh, <laughs> when we finally start the journey you're going to have to make an embarkation roll because right. you're the guide if we stay just barely within the forest we get bonuses because it'll be land that I actually am familiar with <laughs> well if you're planning on staying in the forest for a wee bit you could always try and travel north to Woodman Hollow uh, yeah, that's true. We could do that. And then make a second starting out from there. Is there anything... Let's see. Is there anything there that we wouldn't be able to get here? Well, it is a far larger settlement than this one. Yeah. They're far better off than we are. But still, it is it is still a woodman settlement, so it's nothing too fancy. It's just fancier than this. Yeah, it's easy to find, though. All I have to do is follow the river. All right. I'm, yeah, I'm actually incapable. According to according to the wanderer uh, class description, I'm incapable of getting lost as long as I'm within lands that I'm the one of the lands that I've chosen. Because you're cool. familiar with it enough that you just you know where everything is in that area. Yeah, I guess so. So, you, so if yeah. if we stay just barely inside Western Mirkwood as we travel north, that allows me to do that, which is nice. Yeah, my horse doesn't like Mirkwood, so. Well, we're going to have to travel completely, like, all the way through it one way or another. Yeah, at some point you are going to have to go through Mirkwood. Whether it's south of here or north of here. And she strongly recommends north of here by a long ways. Right. You're asking me to leave my horse. No, it'll come with. No. Or does your horse Nothing refuses horse to enter? Nothing pony deep beneath the eaves of Mirkwood. What? I didn't it's, hear what you said. It's literally a thing in the book. Nothing can get a horse or pony deep beneath the eaves of Mirkwood. 
Really? I can coax an animal like through the edge of the woods against a DC. It's spring, so it's a DC twenty animal handling check to coax her through the wood, like through the edges of the woods. But I cannot. Even if we're on a road, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that does not apply for if you're taking a road, like the okay. elf path. Okay. Okay. Well then. Most certainly. Well, how did it get here? Because we are in Mirkwood right now. Well, technically you are, but it, the area surrounding uh, Woodman Town is has been logged, and there are a lot of clearings of tree stumps. So yeah, want, but to get here, you have to pass through the wood at some point, right? Yeah, a little bit. It's it's not as as right. thick or as dark mm-hmm. as like the middle of the woods. So it just, just means the I succeeded on a really tough animal handling check. I see. Okay. Which I do at well, advantage with double proficiency because he's familiar with his horse. I was born to the saddle. All of my, uh, all the lands that I am well familiar with are Mirkwood. Aspenate good. So I will just not use that ability. Well, for you know what, you know Nick's what, ability, Nate. I'm gonna. S- Honestly, you had to go without your pony for an entire adventure. I'm okay <laughs> going without my pony for an adventure. See that like the thing is the the horse seems like really important for a ro- like you are a Rohirrim. Yeah. So it would be that yeah. We're going to have to pass through the forest once we get to the the forest gate. I'll just say for right um, now, I think Nate's the only person that can actually understand what I'm going about about to say. But okay, uh, anything severe or harder that isn't a road is going to be. He's going to have to make that check for his horse. So Western Neves is pretty much fine, but that's the upper limit of being able to get the horse to go into the woods. Severe or harder. Yeah. So severe, daunting, um, or impassable. Well, that makes Western Mirkwood and Northern very Mirkwood. hard. Yeah. But Northern Mirkwood, there's a road. So well, I mean, there's also there are there is also the narrows, I suppose. But yeah, that's. But there is no road through the narrows. You said severe or hard. Yes, right? including so he severe. Will have to make a check. Okay. But I, I'll. So he will be. He'll be making checks regardless. Well, in fact, he'll have to make two to get through Northern Mirkwood because it's Northern Mirkwood and then the Woodland Realm to get. Through. But it's on a road, so I'm going to say no. Oh, I see. Okay. And same um, if you if you wanted to try and take the Old Ford Road, at first it'd be okay because it's on a road, but then yeah. it goes to daunting, and then no, you're just going to have to make the check. Right. But he's fine to use the horse in Western Eves. And he's fine to use it in Northern Mirkwood and Woodland Realm as long as you're on the road. Okay. So we'll treat roads as though they are hard, I guess. It, it, or, or, or less. Yeah, we'll, we'll treat roads as less difficult than the surrounding area. I see. Okay. Um, okay. Well, especially the well, elf road case. because it is actually patrolled by elves and is kept relatively clear. Does she have anything more to say? Uh, no. It was just... Uh, she she gave you a couple hints on some deer paths to get you either closer to Woodland Hall faster or out of the 
woods entirely faster. Oh, so she's been up that way. Okay. Well, she knows which way to go. She hasn't act personally been there. Sure. But she knows if you follow have, this path, eventually you'll you'll get there. I have personally been as far north as the Elf Road. Okay. But no further. So once we pass into the Woodland Realm, we will be beyond. Or well, I guess once we pass into Northern Mirkwood, we'll be kind of at the edge of what I am familiar with. So. So fair enough. Well, we've purchased our rations. We've spoken with some townsfolk. I think it's about time we we leave. We. We've. Well, the only person you haven't talked to yet is Barald, who's selling the lucky wooden talismans. If anyone is inclined to believe in luck. I has rotten heart. I'll impatiently sit down to wait. <laughs> and I'll begin whittling myself. <laughs> uh, you have a you have a pipe and pipe weed, do you not? I do. Are you, do you smoke? I do. However, I don't expect this to take very Fair long. enough, fair enough. And I am actually a woodwright. Ah, yes. So you are. So yeah, you can uh, feel free to carve away. Whitt- whittle away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sit, sit down directly across from him. <laughs> We've set up some competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. We haven't even went into the forest yet, and we're already having competitions. <laughs> I'm not trying to be super aggressive. I'm just like passive a little passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, just come on. <laughs> Sometime today. All right. Berling is going to uh, head over to uh, Barold. I battled. Oh, hello there, Bearling. I hope you don't mind uh, about my tab. I'll pay it off, I promise. <laughs> I... It sounds like you're getting something for free. I uh, don't worry about it. I'll be out of town for the next few days. Oh, you're leaving? Few days. I, uh, so I'm, uh, helping these, uh, folk he- uh, head, uh, Northeast of here. Say, uh, what you, what's you be selling? Oh, you know, the uh, the odd lucky talisman I've been carving. And you notice these talismans are uh, wooden heartwood talismans carved in the shape of a wolf's head. They're not, they don't look too bad. They, they look pretty, pretty decent. Uh, aye, this will keep you safe beyond the borders of, of the town. He's a he's a well made. Why, thank you, Barely. How much for that one? <laughs> How much? He owes you a tab. <laughs> yeah, he owes he owes you a tab. <laughs> Lean into that, why don't you? How, how much does he owe me, like on the tab? A few silver, probably. Yeah, at most. At most. You owe me. I already know you owe me ten silver for the tab. <laughs> oh, ten. That's. <laughs> Half a gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you do make the best malt beer I've ever had. Aye, that's true. <laughs> no need for false modesty here. <laughs> Tell you what. In exchange for such excellent beer, I'll let you just have this one. <laughs> just one? And uh, I... You think... Uh, he thinks about well, it for a second. I'll give one to you and, and everyone else in your company. 
he thinks <laughs> he thinks of it for the second. Like does the thing with his fingers, like trying to do some math. He's counting on his fingers. <laughs> but it's not he's not really doing any math, he's just playing with his fingers. It's made it look deal. like his <laughs> Okay, deal. <laughs> Alright, Beryl shakes your hand. And uh So we've identified the grog of the group. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and hands you f- there are four uh wooden talismans. Perfect. Thank you for your kind business. Oh, any time, Berling. And uh, stay safe out there. Aye. Aye, you take care. I'll be doing my best. You know me. Berling joined the, joins the others. Guys, I got a special offer. Uh, what? <laughs> a special <laughs> offer? Quiver, glan- Quiver, glan- Quiver glances up from the, the whistle that he's whittling. Yeah, you'll get one free, you'll get four for you get three more for free. I think it is <laughs> quite a steal, I think. Now, did you... So they all look like wolves' heads? Yes. Okay. Did you steal it from him? What? <laughs> no, no, no. To be honest, he already owes me a bit from... Spending a lot of time at the tavern. Oh, oh, okay. I was, I, I'm, I'm just making sure that you did not take it from him without asking. Oh no, I would ask him first before I took it from him. You, you would at oh. Okay. Anyway. An honest thief. <laughs> Regardless. Thief, but an honest one. <laughs> hmm. I uh, talked to uh, Ingrid. Uh, he talks. Sounds like there are goblins heading from the heading from the east into the west in the forest. Possibly after the events at Elabor. Does that sound right to me? Yeah, you know that you you've heard of of you've seen goblin uh, footprints out a ways from town uh, mm. several different times, and you you've definitely heard goblins. Not not a whole lot of them. Just a few sort of ragtag groups. Uh, just, th- just whatever. So another another one of my abilities is that I get to just be Aragorn when it comes to tracking things. I can just be like, put my head to the ground and be like, ah, there's like 50 of them and they're this many miles away. Well. It's really dumb. 50 of them. I bet my life on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's only when I'm in known land. Which this oh. currently is. Yes. So that's always fun. Get to see if that comes in handy later. But yeah. yeah, uh when you've when you've left the the confines of Woodman Town, you you've definitely seen a few goblin tracks. You know they don't travel in large groups, probably no more than 10 at most in a group. It's mostly just the ragtag remains of whatever survived the battle. Right. And those were goblins of the Misty Mountains, right, that traveled uh, yeah. through the forests and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they just chilling in the woods, or are they trying to make their way back to the mountains? Do I have any idea? Uh, you, you've definitely heard of of some sheep going missing, but nobody's nobody's oh. been attacked, or uh, nobody nobody yeah. yeah yeah nobody's really seen goblins except for uh, Ingand, and nobody really believes him. Ah, except Barreling. Except Barreling. Well, yeah. But you know that there are probably some goblins in the woods, mostly just yeah. trying to survive at this point. 
Oh, okay. They're not. They're not. There's not enough of them to like. Nothing to be too concerned about. Yeah. Definitely something to be aware of. So, um, it also lists that if I am guiding my party, I fill all vacant roles, quote unquote. Yes. What? What are roles? You are a. Uh, well, when you're about to leave, you will decide who does what role. Okay. I guess I will stand up and pocket my... It's on a little cord. You can um, wear it around your neck if you wish. Oh. The talisman? Yeah, the talisman is. I, I assumed oh. that, but I, I realized that you might have no, been pocketing my, your whistle. My whittling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my whistle and my, my um, chisel or whatever. Your little pen knife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the talismans are on a on a bit of cord, so you can wear them around your neck if you so desire. If bearding, bearling, bearling, yes, okay. bearling. Um, if he's offering them, I'll take it. I guess. Yeah. And then I'll put it into my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I will wrap it around my spear. Bradley's just going to put his around his neck. Around his two halves of his giant beard? Yeah. You're like, I, <laughs> yes, yeah. He puts it over his head, and it's drooped over the... So he takes it off his head, and he has to put it on yeah. one side. And... He has to put it on one side, over the top, and then to pull it around the other side. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> it's all a process. Or, you know, he could just yeah. unclasp it and put it around his neck. If yeah, a it's clasp. a tie, so that... he could untie it and then retie it around his neck. No, that'd be too complicated. Yeah, that would be too complicated yeah. for barely. Instructions unclear, strangled self with uh... <laughs> It's lucky charm. What about Beetle? What are you doing with yours? I'm probably going to keep it in my pocket. Okay. I'm not going to wear that thing openly. It's so garish. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's not a bad carving. It's, it's not bad. It's just... I don't know. Like... It's not fine. <laughs> it's not good enough for his tastes. I know. It's so second age. <laughs> I'm already wearing an amulet of a raven's feather. So, like, it. it okay. I don't want to wear two things. <laughs> Are we ready, then? I think so. Yeah. I've been ready. I say we get going. Now, this is the beginning of technically the journey phase, but um, uh, for journeys, everybody has to... Uh, you guys uh, assign yourselves roles uh, to do during the journey. Uh, there's the guide, who's in charge of decisions concerning the route once embarked. Uh, where to find shelter, where to forage for supplies. Generally, guides have good wisdom and survival skills. There's the scout, uh, which is in charge of finding uh, safe campsites, uh, opening new trails. They, uh, they usually use stealth and investigation. The hunter, in charge of finding game uh, and food in the wild. Uh, they generally need survival skills. And the lookout who is in charge of keeping watch. Uh, they rely on perception, obviously. You can have multiple people doing the same thing. You can have you can have people overlap. Like You can have one person be a guide and a scout, and somebody else can be a scout and a lookout, and that's fine. You just sort of have to 
And then uh, Nate's thing is whatever doesn't get picked, he automatically fills that spot anyways. Uh, the only thing that there can't be two of is a guide. There can only be one guide. So do I, if, if, um, the way that, it, the way that I've got this written down, it sounds like I can only fill vacant roles. Like, in a, if I am the guide, I can, the only roles I can fill in addition are ones that are not taken. So if somebody does take it, I cannot fill it. That's the way that it reads. Yeah. So, like, if nobody wants okay. to be, or if nobody's good yes. enough to be the lookout, then you can also be the lookout. Yes. But if someone does choose to be the lookout, I cannot also be the lookout. I believe is the way that it yeah. works. That seems to be the way it works. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd actually function well probably as a lookout or hunter. And since there's are, there are four of you, it should just, it should be one person for for a role for the most part. Yeah, that's mostly if there's if your group is more than four people, four players. I'd probably be better as the scout. Scouts are stealth and investigation based. Right. Which as a rogue probably works pretty good for you. Yeah. You just have to sort of find good clearings or a cave or right. something. I'm not proficient in investigation, but I do have a decent intelligence modifier, so I should be fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Erling, would you prefer to bring in the food or keep an eye out on things? If it's uh, more light with you, I'd like to try to keep a lookout on things. And I'll bring us all the food. I will lead the way. So Quiver is the guide. Beetle is the scout. Envender is the hunter. And Bearling is the lookout. So I do things to peril ratings as well. Which is, yeah. Um, but first but... you have to decide where you're okay. going. And what, what route you're taking. Right. What, what areas you're walking right. through. So the way that it's the way that the text is set up, it, it, it I only get the bonus if the entire journey is in lands that I know. So that's not happening. Period. Um, which seems a little sad, but well, some journeys uh, might be shorter than others. This one is definitely going to be a longer journey if you're going all the way to uh, uh, Dale or Lake Town right away. If if you want to do a short journey right. just to Woodland Hall first, uh, that is entirely within lands you know. Yeah, that's true. Call that stage one our little test. Sure. Once we get there, we could... Um, let us do that, then, to see what we're dealing with. Probably for the best, and then we can um, take the sure. longer journey. So that's, yeah, that'll be our test route. We'll just go to, go to Woodland Hall. So that's our route. What now? So... I have to determine the peril rating of the journey, which is fairly easy because it's only one uh, region that you're going through. Yes. Um, and it is hard, correct? Sorry? It's a hard, yes, it is hard. Uh, terrain. So that makes it three? I am looking it up on my DM screen. And since the entire journey is encompassed by lands that I know, it's a minus two, which brings it down to one, I think. Uh, yes, that would be correct. Okay. 
and then the, gu the guide, which in this case is Quiver, you will make the Embarkation roll, yes. which is 1d12, uh, plus your proficiency bonus, plus oh half of your wisdom bonus. Okay. And you additionally have plus one from talking with Hava. And you have a plus one from the talisman. Oh, just from having it on my person. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess it does do something. Yes, it does. All right. Uh, I didn't expect that at all. Okay. Well, that's not great. Um, let's see. So I rolled a five plus two is my proficiency. Is seven. Plus half of my wisdom is one. So eight. Or my wisdom modifier, right? Yes. Okay, so eight plus one plus one is ten. So ten. Minus the peril rating, which is one. So that's a nine on the imbrication roll. Is that good? <laughs> I will tell you now when I look at the table. Okay. I would assume we were trying to beat a ten. Every uh, result has a, a different thing associated with it. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. The higher numbers must be better. Uh, for the most part, they are, yes. Yeah. So it turned out that Hava did know a f one or two deer paths that you did not know about. Oh. And that will make your journey uh, a little quicker and a little fairer. Fantastic. Uh, it'll modify some things that are about to happen, but uh, they're things I roll, so you don't necessarily know about them. And it'll be modified in, for the better. I also... I, I, I hate to keep doing this, but yes. I feel like it's worth saying in advance. Um, I have an ability called Dark Foreboding. And it says... Uh, I have a sixth sense of source... Of, a sixth, sixth sense of sorts <laughs> when in the presence of shadow. Uh, they may not know exactly what is behind this feeling, but they can sense its presence grow stronger or weaker. The doomed to die can usually tell, for example, whether an orc is uh, band is an isolated raiding party or part of a larger force being driven by something more sinister, or whether a nearby ruin is steeped in shadow. Well, you're not currently... Just as an FYI. Yeah, yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, you're not currently near any shadow-influenced things, okay. so that doesn't do anything at the moment, but I will bear that in mind. Do goblins count as shadow, or yes. no? Yes, they do. They, they do? are servants okay. of the enemy. Okay. You are about to leave the town, so there's no goblins yet. Grand. So, don't have to worry about that at the moment. There's just, like, so many... I don't know about you. Are, is this true for you guys, too? Do you have, like, just, like, a million small abilities? No. Uh, are, like, I have, like, a million passive abilities that I have to keep track of. Um, or more accurately, that Josh has to keep track of, but... I a lot of my stuff is uh more social. Gotcha. So, which is not going to be put to use that much during this journey, I don't think. But we can. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. You never know who you might meet in Mirkwood. Yeah, that's true. Very true. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't get captured by the uh, the elves. There are worse yeah. things, but. All right. So at this point, you have left the town and you have begun okay. your journey uh, yes and you were going close to the river you were going to woodman hall or correct yes okay on the west bank of the river traveling up river northward yes so as you are walking along the river it is nearing sunset and you can see 
faintly through the trees, the, the glowing sun reflecting off of the sky, the clouds above. And it's, it's a very, very picturesque scene. Oh, it's quite beautiful. A rich golden light fills, fills the area. And you can all choose to make a wisdom or intelligence che- uh, investigation check. We must have found a hill that we can see the sunset in the west over the trees. So what are the choices? Uh, wisdom, wisdom or investigation. Okay. I'll I s- roll investigation. I'm going to roll wisdom. Is it just a flat oh, is every, wisdom? Is, is everyone doing this? What are we doing? Yes, all of you make either a wisdom or investigation check. And the wisdom so, is just flat wisdom. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Investigation still better than investigation. Uh, 17. 13. 6. <laughs> 7. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Quiver and Beetle are you? F- you see, you see this beautiful sight around you, and you're just at peace, traveling through these woods, and you think it, it can't be so bad. It, it's it seems like you're you're pretty much almost there already, and uh, if you had any exhaustion, you would recover one level of it, but uh, that is not the case as of yet. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, that's nice. Yes. Yeah. But you, you feel, I feel like refreshed. You, yeah, you feel refreshed. You feel like you can do this. That it, that it's it's a it's a good it's a good journey ahead. Now, and Vinder and Bearling, you do not feel reinvigorated. You feel as though you've you've basically you've gone for days and you haven't really gotten anywhere, and it's you just think it's all just going downhill already. Oh. Guys, we are making fantastic progress. <laughs> I miss my tavern. We We've have made good progress today. Don't think I can go on much longer. It's it's been like a we, we day. We are natural sprinters. I'm wasted on cross country. <laughs> I've had to and let the dwarf ride my horse for the last couple miles. This is ridiculous. <sighs> It's so exhausting. Do you know how hard it is to hold him and keep him on here when he keeps flopping over? <laughs> God, then tie him to the horse. I am not tying a dwarf to my horse. Here, here's rope. Tie him to the horse. We're, 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 this, the light is failing. We should stop here. <laughs> <laughs> At this, I'm just going to let him fall off the horse. Perhaps hold off on securing the dwarf. Oh, okay. That's 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 a good point. <laughs> so I I will keep I will try to keep going. Bearling and Envinder both suffer one level of exhaustion. Oh, pobrecito! This place is so humid. Just as uh, an FYI for uh, Nick and Jake. Uh, First level exhaustion imposes disadvantage on ability checks. Cool. All right. Uh, and will, the we'll... long, will the long rest that we're about to take do anything for that or no? You will not be long resting in the in the woods, very likely. Oh. The long rest... It's sunset, right? 
It is sunset, yes, and you will be resting and sleeping overnight, but it is not oh. comfortable enough to be considered a long rest. I see. Yes. This this is this will be the effects of a short rest. Okay. Um cool. cool. Long rest would be it'd be very rare to find a long rest in the woods unless someone found uh, an exceptionally uh well-guarded glen or uh, ca- uh clearing that you oh. could uh fortify up enough to to uh, allow for more comfortable deeper sleep. Well, but, as it uh, happens, that's one of my level one abilities. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, let's see if I can find it. You know, at least one place in each known land where you can safely take a long rest. So you, is you, are you going to make that place right now on the first night? Nah, I guess not. I mean, unless the... Because I guess you I could if you wanted to. Well, I mean, let me look at the map. What would make sense? Uh, each um, each uh, hex is one day. I can't see hexes. That's the okay. only map that you have. Oh wait, yes, I can. There there are hexes on this map. Yeah, okay. they're really small. Somehow I completely didn't notice them before just now. Yeah. Each hex is one day, you say? Yeah. Okay. Um. It looks to be about four days to Woodland Hall. Uh no, it is not here. <laughs> yeah. That that makes sense. Well, it's lovely that I get to just kind of. Uh, I feel like I'm playing Pandemic, and I can place a, um, I can place a clinic anywhere that I want. <laughs> but you can only put one in the same region. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to take out my blanket. And... The lookout can make a survival check. Or, uh, not the lookout, excuse oh. me, the scout. The scout can make a survival check. To see survival? The, uh, yeah, for uh, finding a place to sleep for tonight. I thought... But it said relies oh, on stuff and investigation. It's investigation, yes. My mistake. I was reading the ability right above it. Okay. So, it, I, I, just to be clear, I am making an investigation check. Yes. Okay. What is he trying to accomplish? He's looking for a good spot to camp for tonight. Yeah. Oh. As the okay. scout. Uh, D20, right? Yes, this is a D20. Okay, I got a crit. Okay. I found the best spot, guys. It's right here. (laughs) It is pretty much right there on the top of the hill. (laughs) Uh, You don't think it's good enough for a long rest, but it is a well-defensible hill, and uh, Barreling will be able to see for quite a bit as the lookout. Cool. Up here. What's the temperature like in the evenings? It's autumn. It's still a little cold in in the evenings. Half of the leaves are starting to uh, to turn. I see. But, okay. Yeah. Um, Ugh, and we're traveling north. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, lookout may uh, make a perception check. With disadvantage, correct? Yes, you have one level of exhaustion. Oof. Or uh, the night seems quiet to you. You can hear a few birds chirping off to the west, and okay. But would we have agreed to make him lookout? <laughs> uh, he is the role of lookout. Yeah, but you assign like the task before you. Uh, before you. Yeah, leave. but who agreed to that? <laughs> it, it, I do have a plus two. 
So does that mean you got a six, or does that mean you rolled a two and wound up with a four? It means I rolled a two and wound up with a four. Oh, oh no. good. I had rolled a three and a four. Good. Wait, you wait, you so, had advantage? Disadvantage. Oh. Oh, I had okay. disadvantage. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it wouldn't have mattered anyway then, huh? Yeah. Yikes. Uh, the hunter, it, I, you should still have plenty of rations. You shouldn't need to hunt. But if you want to, I suppose you can. There's no reason to use up our rations if there's perfectly good game about. Yeah, but he could, like, go out and get stabbed by, I don't know, a spider. Stabbed uh, by a spider? I yes. don't see anything else like there. one of the Aerolingas or something. He's not going to get killed by a wild animal. Come on. It'll be fine. I don't see anything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me do my thing. He doesn't know that the guide completely dropped the ball on the, or the, sorry, the, not the guide, the, the, uh, the lookout, lookout completely dropped the ball on the uh, lookout check or yeah, whatever yeah, that I was. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just feeling a little uneasy. That's all. You were feeling just fine a couple of minutes ago. I understand. We were making good progress. I, I mean, mean this is a great a... spot and all, but I'd rather to keep uh, try and keep casualties to a minimum. Casualties? <laughs> casualties? You think I'm going to die on a hunt yet. for a few rabbits? Okay, fine, There's only fine. one way to eat a brace of coins. <laughs> Give it to us raw and wriggling. <laughs> Oh yes, we could. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if if Invender wants to like set up some some snares or traps or something, yeah, I'm pretty sure putting a spear through a rabbit would be a great way to ruin most of the meat. <laughs> it, would, it would certainly decimate the rabbit, but it would also yeah. probably ruin the meat. You know what? I spent enough time in the wilds feeding myself. I think snares sound like a great idea. Survival check, if you uh, wish to do so. At disadvantage, right? Yeah, correct. Six. <laughs> so you're gonna set up the snares overnight, and uh, you can check them in the morning. All right. I come back feeling super proud of myself for doing such a great job. <laughs> if you have it, if you want to. Uh, have some sort of talk around a campfire or something, feel free. Otherwise we can... Uh, Why didn't I spend my forward. inspiration for that? Oh, well, it's just a journey. Wait, you All can right. spend inspiration after the fact to, to reroll? No. Oh. You can look at the result and say, you know, I think I'm going to spend inspiration before you tell me if this works or not. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, like you could have done that when you did the uh, wisdom check. This or... just shows you how much I've used it. I yeah. actually, I, I think you have to declare know. that you're using inspiration before your first roll. Like, not... if we're going rules as written, I think that's how that works. I don't I remember, know if this like, system a... has a separate rule for, or different rules for inspiration. I'm looking it up. Uh, using inspiration. If you have inspiration, you can expend it. You can expend it when you make an attack roll, saving throw, or an ability check. Spending your inspiration gives you advantage on the roll. Do you guys wanted to uh, talk amongst yourselves, or you just want to skip to morning? 
I'm grumpy from having to carry the dwarf all day, so I'm going okay. to bed. Okay. Okay. No. 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 no but, but. But really, you can, if we just secure the dwarf using this rope to the horse, he'll be fine. I'm already fine. Did you bring? Did you bring ale? Oh. Now we're talking. <laughs> he was asking you. I don't think. I did bring my. I did bring my bluers kit. Oh. Okay. You're gonna. You're gonna make ale while we're on the road. Oh, the face palm doesn't come through on on your end, but it will be in the recording. <laughs> how much? How long does it usually take to make? something with it does it take like a whole day or probably an hour <laughs> i think it might take more than one day i think it might take a few days to ferment yeah oh this is assuming well, you have hops or whatever yeah you know, which already I, I would think that the kit uh, comes with a, a, probably, start, yeah. a starting amount at least yeah yeah one would think I mean, he it's it's his set right he probably yeah. and it's he custom was, made was this previously stuff, right? using it yeah. yeah. Well, he can get started while the light fades, I guess. I have a couple of flasks, I keep. Okay. Um, Just as uh, samples, you know. Y- yes, yes. So, what is the game plan for tomorrow? Quiver, you know this place better than anyone else. We'll be making another day's worth of journey toward, uh, toward Woodhall. No, these, these woods are not particularly... Not particularly interesting, not uh, terribly dangerous. The most of the dangers lie to the east and to the south of here. Fantastic. Ever, <laughs> I can just <laughs> fantastic. J- J- Jake's character takes a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, then everyone, let's get a good night's rest, and we'll head off in the morning. Very well. Night, Quiver. I will um, <laughs> kind of salute with my pipe. <laughs> night, Beetle. Yeah, um, good night. Night, Arvinder. Good night. <laughs> night, trees. <laughs> oh my gosh. The trees don't respond to your good night. That's good. Tree. <laughs> I am no tree. <laughs> he goes to sleep. Good night, Jim Bob. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> good night, Mariella. Good night, Grandma. <laughs> In the morning, the sun rises off to your east across the, the river. And, uh,. I wish we had the rights to the Waltons theme, because that'd be great for this. <laughs> um, you're all fine. Nothing seems to have bothered you in the night while you slept. And Vinder, you go and check your traps. Nothing. You didn't catch anything. They didn't even look like they've been disturbed. There's no tracks or anything nearby the traps. Oh, boy. So where's the food, Rider Boy? Rider Boy. <laughs> Pony Boy. What what, <laughs> what what does he mean, pony boy? <laughs> you know, for a clownfish, he's not really that funny. 
Sorry, um, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, get anything? Not a thing in the wo- not a thing in the woods was uh, dumb enough to fall into my snares. I guess. Ah, bummer. Yeah, you're Look, telling me. Lambus. More lambus. Well, actually, you have uh, salted pork and rations. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> salted pork might be better than lambus. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking into the salted pork. Do you have any extra? Sure, sure. You're a good man, Beetle. <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> he takes a bite. It's good salt pork. Mm. It's not too old. It's fairly fresh. Freshly dried. Yep. Yeah, freshly dried, that's right. <laughs> Are these fish fresh? They were when we caught them! Six <laughs> weeks, weeks ago! ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or four weeks ago, or however long it was. But, uh, yeah, that's just... <sighs> but, uh... Ugh, Ninevites. Yep. Ninevites. <laughs> I assume you're going to uh, pack up camp and uh, continue on your way? Nope, we're staying here forever. That is entirely within your purview. <laughs> but you'll probably run I out of supplies eventually. And we'll leave if you don't. <laughs> well, yeah, if if uh, if our <laughs> if our um, friendly neighborhood Rohirrim doesn't start catching some rabbits, yeah, we'd be out of luck pretty quick. <laughs> I'm going to start packing up. I have some pretty spacious saddlebags. And I'm a pretty swift packer, so I'll probably be ready before everybody else. Just throw everything into my bags, get mounted, and then, all right, guys, let's go. Hey, wait, what's my leaving? I have but to roll up my blanket. He's, uh, I like where he's getting light. started to packs up his one of his flasks. Okay, <laughs> so are we tying you to the horse or not? I can walk. <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm just it's... saying. I think it. I think it would go pretty well. Why? We can always do that at a later date if necessary. That's true. That is that. That is a valid point. All right. I'll be fine. I'll recover from this little ouch soon enough. Okay. Uh, so with everyone packed up, I think we're ready to, uh, continue our travels then. Yes. Northward, we follow the river. All right, Quiver, lead the way. We follow the river. Yes, (laughs) as he said. All right, make another roll. Are these rolls, like, against the nine that I rolled when we embarked or something? No, no, basically the nine was our embarkment inve- event, and then we roll on yes. another table for journey events, and then we're going to roll something for an arrival table. Yeah, when we get there, yeah. And then the stuff uh, the stuff you do either on the embark or on the journey can affect your arrival roll, either positively or negatively. Okay. I don't know what journey personal events are, but I have a DC of minus two on them. That may have been the thing that you... Uh, just did with the uh, wisdom or investigation roll. Oh, okay, maybe. But you passed it anyway, so that didn't matter. Sweet. So the uh, the travel itself is uh, uneventful for the next day, and uh, we're gonna actually skip ahead uh, two days into your journey. So you're 
pretty much one day away from uh, getting into Woodland, Woodland Hall now. Hall. Okay. Excellent. And uh, the journey was uneventful for the most part. Uh, How many days of rations are we out? Did um, did our hunter gather anything? Uh, make a uh, survival check. Uh, and vendor. Is he making two checks or just one? Oh yeah, I make two, I guess. And with disadvantage, correct? Uh, on both of them, yes, unless he uh, chooses to use his inspiration to uh, negate the disadvantage on one of them. At the end of each day, do they have an opportunity to lose that point of uh, another point of exhaustion? Or... Uh, exhaustion, you lose either... There are some journey events that say you lose exhaustion points. Um, okay. Otherwise, finishing a long rest will reduce exhaustion by one. I see. So what happened at the end of that day is not something that happens at the end of every day. That was a special event. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my first roll, which I did at disadvantage, I got a nine. Yeah, you didn't get any food. The last day, I'm going to use my, um... What is it? Inspiration? Your yes. point of inspiration? So that it's not at disadvantage? Right. That's a 19. Or, sorry, Yay. no. No, that's a 21. Yay! Yes, you find uh, four rabbits. Four? One for each of you. Very nice. Nice. We will be eating like kings today. I'm uh, fairly certain kings eat more than just a rabbit, but compared to your rations, (laughs) (laughs) quiver smiles. I have to eat another strip of that salty pork. You've been traveling for three days. One of those days you did not need to use your rations. You could eat the rabbits. Okay. Yes. So figure that out amongst yourselves. Yes, okay. However that maths out for you. Gotcha. Okay. That means I eat one less day of the rations that I was going to have to eat. Yes. There you go. Thumbs up. So as uh, this third day is... uh, Drawing to a close, it's getting to late afternoon as you're walking northward. Uh, you start noticing oddly shaped rocks in uh, in your path. Oddly shaped rocks. Yes, they're oddly shaped. They're kind of squarish. They don't look rocks. entirely natural. Uh, if anyone wants to make a perception check, you uh, you may do so. I mean, right. might as well. Good. I am proficient in such things. As am I. Uh, <laughs> However, how ha- half of you are rolling with disadvantage. I got an uh, 11. Wait, sorry, this is a perception check, you said? Yes, this is perception. <laughs> with disadvantage? That's still a 17. <laughs> is this something that uh, Berling would recognize with his stone cunning? An intelligence history ability check related to the origin of stonework, which you are not currently yeah. doing. If it's a perception check, then uh, it's, I, I don't get anything worth talking about. For my perception, with disadvantage. That is a, yes, that's a fifteen. Wow! Wow! Yeah. All right. Disadvantage my foot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you sure surprisingly, you are rolling with advantage. 
Uh, nope, the first one was a 13, the second one was a 19. Wow. Nice. So, surprisingly, uh, Quiver does not notice. However, the, the rest of you do notice that uh, the large boulder up ahead is not a boulder. It is actually the, uh, it's a, a, a stone head from some statue, but it's lying on the ground. And, uh, you think it might be possibly an old king or noble or something? Hmm, quite peculiar. Yes. Uh, can, I, can I still do my uh, stone cunning roll? Sure. I would like to make a All history right. check as well. Uh, that is a 14. All right. Uh, Barreling, yes, it, you can tell that it was definitely a statue at some point, uh, and it was it was probably a fairly large statue as well. Uh, it does appear to have been uh, fashioned by men. You can tell that this was made by uh, the men of Gondor. What are we stopping for? There's some sort of part of a statue. It's from Gondor. From Gondor. All the people from Gondor, they made this. I can tell it with the stonework. Uh, can I make a history check to yeah, see yeah. if I recognize it? Okay. Just making sure. Oh! All right, well, I'll wait for you to say what you got. Uh... <laughs> well, Nate seems to be excited. I got an eight. <laughs> I don't... I, I rolled a natural 20. Okay, Yeah, yes. I got an eight. I don't know. Yeah, you can... <laughs> I'm like, I didn't notice the statue at all, but once they pointed it out, I was like... Oh, yes. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you would know that this is definitely uh, a statue of Elendil, or at least his head. Ah, uh, yeah. And because uh, you, you'd know that uh, the kingdom of Gondor once extended this far north, but uh, has not for a very long time. Um, as soon as it's pointed out to me, I'm, I will, I'm going to uh, go and kneel in before it for... You're going to uh, a few moments. You're approaching the uh, the statue head. Yeah. Would you like to make a, another perception check for me? Okay. Hopefully this one goes better than the last one. Uh. Uh. Well. Eleven. You can see, uh, in the mud near the base of the statue, there's a very large paw print. Okay. Oh. Um, does this look like a warg print? Uh, if you would like to attempt to identify it, you're going to need to make a shadow lore roll. A shadow lore? How do I not have proficiency with this? How did I screw that up? Oh, my freaking word! <laughs> oh, shoot! I, I forgot. My proficiency bonus is doubled on everything as long as I'm in known lands. Oh, well, there you go. That's useful. Um... I rolled a natural one. Oh, that's a, so, it's an ability check. It's it's not a crit miss. So there's right. yeah. That still only puts me at a three. Yeah. Um, I have inspiration, but we are not doing rerolls, correct? Correct. But I, if you okay. want, I'll let you roll a second die and count it like it was advantaged. Okay. Um. Yeah. The the, the second roll was a nineteen, so that brings me to a twenty-one. Okay. Yes, this is definitely a paw print of a warg. Yes, okay. And my inspiration is gone. Yes. Noted. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. 
But yes, this is definitely a warg paw print by the statue. Oh, okay. Wargs! Well, I should say, you Nate knows what a warg is, but in case anybody else yeah. out of character doesn't, a warg is a very large wolf ridden by goblins. Okay. Occasionally. Yeah. Or sometimes they're large enough that they're like they can lead uh, a, a raiding party themselves. Okay. But yep. uh, they are very they are much more dangerous than goblins are. Now I will start cool. tracking them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, actually, I'll start by saying, be on alert. There are servants of the enemy Oh, that passed through here. I don't know when. I should know. Uh, it would have been a, uh, a few days ago. Ah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll point Rec- it out. Recently, um, but not like a few hours sure. ago. Yeah, yeah. I will, I, will, I will point it out and I will say, um, the enemy is passing through these lands. We need to... Double hour alertness. Actually, let me amend that statement. Sure. Uh, it it was it was yesterday. Oh. oh. And um, can I follow these tracks and try to get a sense of which direction they're going? Make a uh, survival check. Okay. Uh, I have advantage on survival checks while tracking. So that's pretty good. Survival checks, so that means that I rolled a 16, and despite only having a plus 2 um, to wisdom, I actually wind up with a 22. Because of your uh, double proficiency? Double proficiency, yep. Nice. Yes, yeah, so the yeast tracks are definitely heading north. Okay, well that's... <laughs> we may overtake them. Um, well, it depends on, it depends on how... Quickly, they are moving, and um, with with what target in mind? How many do I think that there are? I'm willing to throw, you know, a half hour into rooting around, looking at the tracks if necessary, to try to figure it out. It seems to be just one very large warg. Okay. They ride single file to, <laughs> to hide their, their numbers. Uh, you can sort of see that there's a, a bit of a clearing up ad beyond this statue ad. Yeah. What time is it? It is uh, late afternoon. Okay. It's not quite evening yet. Well, I mean, I guess we'll check out this clearing, but it's too early to stop moving. Yeah. Well, having alerted the party, signal them to follow me into the clearing. I'll be sure to keep a lookout. Doesn't sound good, them wargs. There's only one for certain here, but wargs do tend to hang out with other wargs, right? Like They can be organized and grouped into packs, especially if they have goblins in their company. Or orcs. Sure, yeah. But uh, occasionally um, one may get separated from the rest of the group. Does Do the movements of this one look like one that is being guided, or does it look like... I mean, it's you, you said that it seems to be going north. Does it look like it's on a mission north, or is it just kind of meandering? It definitely seems to be going with purpose northward. I see. Yeah. Not in any hurry is suggesting it's being chased, and not okay. like it's chasing. It's not like it itself is chasing something, but sure. it is. But it does have a, it has a destination. In yes, mind. it is definitely going north for a reason. Gotcha. We should, uh, we should hurry to the, um, the woodland halls. 
What, what are they called? The wood. The woodman. Woodland woodsman hall. Woodland. Wood, woodland hall. Woodland hall. Woodland hall. Woodland hall yes. and Woodman Town. Yes. Mm. Should hurry to Woodland Hall. I do not doubt they could hold off an attack, but they they should be warned. As you are all uh, investigating this clearing, yeah, you hear a noise. Uh, off to the uh, a wet, the west, just a, just a bit. It's very close by. Of several shrilling shrieks, and what uh, what sounds like a war horn of some sort, uh, blasts through no the air. Horn, except it probably is. <laughs> and you can hear uh, some voices shouting, "Baruch Kazar, Kazar, thy menu," which Bearling will know is a dwarvish battle cry. Call to arms. What? And the shrieking sounds like it might be goblins. Those are dwarves. I whip out my... That is? Uh, great bow. Someone calls for aid, and Rohan shall answer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Berling whips out his mattock and starts uh, re- heading towards to uh, the origin of the sound. <clears throat> shouldn't... Uh, um... Excuse me, um, shouldn't we talk this over? Uh... He's already gone. You can definitely hear the sounds <laughs> of battle starting. Uh... I'm, I'm slipping off into the woods. Spear to- out, Towards mounted, it or away um, from it? Towards it. Towards okay. It. All uh, right. Pounding through the trees on horseback, spear raised. Yes, uh, less than 50 yards through the trees to the west is another clearing with three dwarves locked in battle with uh, about five goblins. They have a horn? One of, the, one of the dwarves has a horn with them. It's a good horn. How far away are they? Uh, if At this point, uh, you can, you're just I outside that clearing. Crap. You're still within the tree line. They are, um, you can see that there's, there's about five goblins and there's three dwarves, and they are about 20-ish feet away. I charge in just screaming, DEATH! Oh, good. Oh, so you, you're charging in? Like an intimidation check? Yes, uh, I act- Actually, uh, what is everyone's passive perception? Oh, boy. Uh, that's, that's Wiz like, mod. That's 10. 10 plus Wiz mod? Yeah, 10 plus Wiz 12. Plus any well, proficiency well, bonuses if eight, you have them. It's 8 plus proficiency plus... 8 plus oh. wisdom. Oh, so 12 <laughs> yes mine is also uh, 12 11 i'm uh, going to attempt to uh, like after they've gone like charging in i'm going to attempt to uh find a stump to hide behind more uh carefully take it like move towards the commotion to see what the heck is going on. Who had the highest uh, passive perception? I am so sorry, uh, guys. High for twelve. Passives are ten plus. It's not eight plus. I was thinking it's... of a spell casting DC. Oh. Yep. Is it plus proficiency though? It is, it is plus proficiency. Yes. So that puts me at a fourteen. And that oh, also that puts, puts me at a fourteen. Thirteen for me. Okay. Uh. And you uh, and Vendor said he wanted to charge in. Oh yes. Screaming death. All right. Right Fair after... Going to join him. Right after Envinder begins his charge in to the, to the clearing, 
the rest of you suddenly realize there are four more goblins in the trees around you. Oh. And uh, they are pointing their spears at you, uh, sort of corralling you back into the clearing with, uh, with the dwarves. And they are going to attack. Fantastic. Uh, you can see that there's uh, this fallen tree near the middle of the uh, of the clearing, and it's it's tall enough that if you want to, you can try and climb on top of it for some high ground advantage. Where are the gabos? So the gabos are going to be uh, the ones fighting the dwarves are off to the uh, the north section north of that tree tree stump, and then you are all coming in uh, from the uh, the south uh, eastern section there but there there are goblins that are behind us at this point that are yeah so you ushering us into the clearing yeah so basically they are uh cutting off that uh southern escape route and uh they have you directly in front of them and uh you are all surprised okay because these were extra sneaky goblins apparently (laughs) apparently (laughs) i rolled really well on their stealth check Surprised isn't a mechanic in 5e. They trapped us. It is. It actually is. It is. is it? In, uh, surprised is a condition. Yes. So oh, surprise, surprise round rounds are not, not a thing. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And surprise it, rounds it clearly states uh, if the goblins are successfully stealthy enough, uh, you are surprised with a capital okay. S. Surprise. I am surprised. So everybody, roll initiative. Okay. Oh boy. Here we go. I can't wait to is... get dropped immediately. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Is initiative an ability check? Uh, initiative no. is based on dex. No, no, he's wondering if he gets disadvantage based off his level of, of exhaustion. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's how that works. I got a five. <laughs> I'm going to say initiative is not an ability check. The way you said that okay. made me think of, uh, of Donkey Up. I give it a five. (laughs) Out of five. Six. (laughs) Yes. Twenty one. What? I'm I'm charging in roaring death. Nani. Who's going to go before the Rohirrim charging in on his horse, spear raised, screaming death? I mean, he's not surprised. All the goblins because we're surprised. Yeah, he doesn't even notice. He's not surprised. (laughs) Surprise. I rolled an eight or I rolled a six and I have a plus two. Uh, The first goblin. Uh. Seeing the horse is definitely going to try and thrust its spear at Evinder. I love uh, how my name is just slowly from, getting like, you know, it went from being Anvinder. It went from being it's it's what is it? Anvinder. It's A N V I N D R. A N wait A N V what? V I N D R. Anvinder. 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 And and. Anvinder. How, how do you pronounce it, Nick? Anvinder. Anvinder. Okay. Anvinder. Uh, uh, just it, it was just slowly dissolving into like Anvinder. 
Is that a traditional Rohan name or is that Elvish? Uh, I came up with it on my own. Oh, sweet. Uh, I don't think a six is going to hit you. No, no, it won't. <laughs> okay. So, did this goblin throw the spear or can he reach him? It's a reach. Okay, so he's reaching down from a tree. No, he's not in the tree. Like, not he didn't literally oh. climb the tree. They were oh, they were like hiding behind the trees. trees. Yeah, in the okay. Yeah, they were with within the trees. <laughs> from the tree. From the trees, yes. Goblins of the trees. Um, uh-huh. but yes, the spear all it, it does have a reach, and so he thrust it up at Invinder and missed. Uh, the second goblin is uh going to attack Beetle. <laughs> Beetle. Uh, I think an. 19 hits? Yeah. <laughs> uh, five slashing damage. Ow! <laughs> Next goblin. Meanwhile, is... Anvinder is still screaming. Dead! <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm bloodied, by the way. Ah. Uh, the next goblin is attacking Qu- uh, Quiver. Uh, yeah. With, with his sword, oh, I should say uh, that that goblin that attacked you, Beetle, was using his uh, his sword. Okay. Uh, uh, Beetle or not a quiver. This one's attacking you with a sword as well. Uh, with a thirteen to hit. That is not good enough, even if I'm not wearing my shield. Which, uh, which I assume. Not. Oh, you're not wearing your shield. Not yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's on my back. Okay. Uh, so yes, he he swings and and he misses. And uh, the final goblin is going to uh, stab a spear at Bearling. That is a uh, 20 to hit. Oh, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a crit, it was a non-natural 20. And that will deal... Uh, one piercing damage. Oh, so... Are these goblins considered in melee with us, or are they using reaching weapons? Which means two of them have spears, which away. are in are reaching, which don't. Okay. Sterling tries to parry the spear with his mattock, but uh, it's still kind of it grazes him a little. Yeah, it kind of grazes him some. Actually, they it all have uh, all of their their weapons have reach. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. That means that they're none of them are in melee. Yeah, then. none of them are in melee. Fine. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean you can't close on them. Uh, I, that no, is I, it I, I, for I, the I, goblins. Uh, and Vinder goes next. Do you have some sort of reaction that you can't use? What? No, I'm like I I'm one hit away from being dead. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. Good thing we don't have a warden. Or no, a scholar. Right. Yeah, scholar scholar can do some minor healing. I mean, I can do leechcraft. Sure. Oh, good. Sure. <laughs> Sucks. Well, that's just what we need. Suck out all that bad blood. Exactly. Good for what ails you. Uh. <laughs> but uh, it is Anvinder's turn. Okay. So uh, obviously, I almost got hit by one of the... Well, I didn't even almost. I just noticed it. Yeah, goblins. that goblin thrust a spear in your general direction. 
Right. Well, I'm just going to continue the charge to aid these other... Um, uh... These There are dwarves here, right? On the other yes, side of the... Yes, there are three dwarves and five goblins in that direction. Just trample all three of them. Line them up. I would like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work on horseback? No different, I assume, but... Uh... No, no different, because it just gives me advantage. The horse starts frothing at the mouth. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right, sure. Go I ahead. I just give him some Alka-Seltzer tablets. Yep. <laughs> but no, just advantage on strength checks, uh, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and uh, slashing damage, yep. and a plus two bonus to my damage. Very nice. So, and with that, I will go ahead and attempt to gore the first of the goblins with my spear. And this is one of the ones in the north half of this clearing? Correct. I am attempting to aid the dwarves. Like, I just want to basically impale this guy and just pick him up, you know, carry yeah, him. Yeah, roll your, so, roll your attack. <laughs> 22. That definitely hits. Indeed. I'm going to say I'm one-handed right now because I'm using the other hand to control the reins, so. Um, that is seven. Seven piercing oh. damage. What weapon is this again? My spear. Your spear? Yeah, your spear goes right through his chest and he dies. Ah, oh, grand. Beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> You might say. <laughs> uh, we don't. Ha we don't need the dwarf getting drunk right now. Come on. Uh, the the goblin that thrust a spear in your general direction, Envinder, who you left behind, is gonna run you down as best as he can. <laughs> yeah, try. I'm on a horse. Well, this clearing isn't very large. Uh, Get my horse. And he's going to uh, stab his spear in your general direction once more. His uh, 10 is not going to hit, I don't think. No, no, it won't. All right, he misses. Uh, the one that was attacking Beetle is uh, going to attack Beetle again. Well, what is Beetle's constitution? Uh, plus zero. So it should be eight, your maximum. Yes, and I got hit for five. Okay, I thought you said you had like one more hit point. Uh, one more. No, he hit said he was and I'm bloodied. Dead. Yeah, one more hit. Okay, that's. Uh, fortunately yeah, for him, I don't think a six is going to hit his armor class. No. Yeah, so that goblin takes a swing with his sword and misses. And the goblin that was. Oh really? Okay. Wow. All of the goblins are going to go uh, before the rest of you get to go. Yep. Uh, of course. <laughs> well, you rolled really low, <laughs> except yep. for Anvinder. Nothing more. Yep. Uh, so the goblin that was fighting Quiver is going to uh, t attempt to uh, slice him with his sword. With a 21 to hit. Holy crap. Oh. Yes. Level one, guys. Yep. Welcome to the meat grinder. <laughs> basically a coin flip whether you survive if your dm is playing straight yeah honestly some of these rolls are just really good for me 
Uh, level one is really tough in five E. Yeah. Well, I mean, tougher than it was in four E anyway. It's no tougher than it was in um, early editions. Yeah. And you're going to take four slashing damage. Okay. All right. And the last goblin. Okay. Who uh, has a spear trained on Barreling the Dwarf is going to attempt another thrust. Uh, ten to hit? Probably not good enough. Oh, I thought you were about to say ten damage. No, <laughs> ten to no, hit. Okay. Uh, Barreling bats <laughs> the tip of the spear out of the way with his mattock. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing happens there. And it is now Quiver's turn. Okay, so this one has a sword. Yeah, the one fighting you has a sword. But it, it's still so a reach is... weapon. Oh, that's silly. Um, it's like a very large... Flavor. It's kind of like a scimitar. But it's a very large scimitar. Right, but I have a scimitar. But yours is not a very I'm... large scimitar. It's a regular <laughs> scimitar. I guess so, but that <laughs> seems silly. Um, mechanically, it would make more sense for me to use my great bow right now. But... That's kind of dumb being this close to that guy, so yeah. I'm going to whip out my scimitar and my shield. And I'm going to try to run him through. Roll the attack. But my hands are, of course, shaking wildly, because that's a thing they do. Uh, let's see, that'll be a 17 to hit. Uh, Yeah, that hits. Roll, uh, roll your damage. Grand. Um... Yikes. That's three slashing. Yeah. Uh, that's the least that I can do. Well, you, you definitely took a chunk Literally. out of him. Uh, that's, that's, all, that's all, folks. Uh, it will be barreling next. Back, foul creature. All right. Uh, barreling is going to glunt and mutter. Uh, one does not simply trap a dwarf of the Iron Hills. And he's going to... Uh, find the closest goblin next to him. He's gonna beat the. Try, he's gonna try to he's beat the tip of. No. <laughs> no. Darn. He, he's gonna beat the try to beat the tip of the spear out of the way, and then try to smash his mattock into the shoulder. Ooh. Okay. Going for that well, meaty uh, bit well, between the neck or, and shoulder, like from the top of the shoulder down down the chest. And that is a twenty-one to hit. Definitely nice. hits. No, wait. Oh, oh. Nope, I'm sorry. Oh. That is a 22 to hit. It still hits. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to be 12 points of piercing damage. So your medic just gouges straight into his shoulder, down into his chest, rips him open, and he falls over dead. He's going to try to chuck the Pull the mattock out and kick him away. His limp body rolls across the ground. Awesome. It is now Beetle's turn. Okay. He's kind of like <laughs> clutching his arm where he, the goblin got a good shot on him and goes back, like reaches over his back and pulls out his broadsword uh, using two hands for labor reasons and just uh basically moves up close and gives a slash and uh is a that is a 18 to hit 
Oof. That definitely hits. <sighs> it takes one slashing damage. Well, you get oh to add gosh. your strength or dex, depending. Oh, you get to you do yeah, yeah. add something. Okay, yes. three slashing yes. damage. Oh, that's much better than one. Yes. Uh, one. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> three. Two. Uh, uh. Uh, 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 exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yes, he takes the three damage. Three you definitely damage. slice open uh, his his arm a little, but uh, he's, I don't he's suppose still anyone is nearby this goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how close is Bearling standing to you? And Quiver. I mean, Bearling and Quiver are kind of near you-ish. Yeah. It depends on where the goblin that I'm uh, sword fighting is. I kind of assumed everyone was like pretty close by to each other. Yeah, you Except for Invender who charged away. They, well, are they like all... Like very close quarters. Is everyone in melee range? That's the well, big pick. I, I, I'm kind of imagining it that there's a line of goblins along that southern... Uh, okay. Opening, and then you are yeah yeah ten f- uh five feet in uh, in front of him. Okay. All three of us, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Except for Invender, who is charged away. Well, yeah. Right. I have moved closer to at I'm, least one of them. Oh yes, asking, you did. So I, yeah. I'm basically asking if I get sneak attack or not because someone is adjacent to the the I'm, I'm attacking. I'm adjacent to one of them, which means I'm probably adjacent to at least two, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Qu- so quiver will be depends. quiver will be adjacent to the one you're fighting. Okay. Okay. Then I rolled sneak attack. So. Uh, you can also spend your inspiration point that gives you advantage, which also triggers sneak attack in the future. That's true. Um, and it takes one point of additional damage. One is the number of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now the goblin is looking a little bit worse for wear with that okay. one extra damage. Yeah. Okay, that's it for me. <laughs> All right, Invender, you can uh, hear the cries of pain coming from behind you. Uh, it, the dwarves in front of you do seem to be fighting off these goblins well enough. They they seem to be able to sort of handle these. Well, five. certainly they have, as I have taken out one of them. <laughs> yes, number. you have killed one of them in a single thrust. And so I whirl, flick the blood off my spear, and go charge the goblin off your spear. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> the goblin slides down the spear into your hand, <laughs> and then I charge misty-eyed towards whichever goblin is nearest me, which I assume is the one fighting uh, Beetle. You're crying? No, uh, you're you're farther away. You're up at the north end of that uh, opening. So the unless you're unless you're specifically targeting one of the ones fighting your companions, the only ones near you are the ones fighting the dwarves. Okay, so you're oh, okay. So you're just saying like I couldn't cross that distance in time. Well, well you said no, the no, closest no. You one. Said, yeah, the closest yeah, one is no, not no, the one I fighting mean, Beetle. It's I'm, the I'm one fighting the dwarves. Closest the, one in that group. The closest one of that group. So okay. So the closest one of the group that's fighting your companions? Correct. Would be the one fighting Beetle. Okay, yes. So I charge him down. Huh, just occurred to me that Theoden's father is probably King and Rohan at this time. Fengal? Oh I didn't my actually gosh. know what his name was. 22 again! 
Well, you oh, definitely man. hit. Oh my gosh. Battle is where I live, and the dice have declared it so. <laughs> I mean, of of any of us, you are the only one that is probably a professional soldier. So Yeah. I guess this makes sense. Yeah. Okay, seven damage once again. You sh- uh, shove your spear right through that goblin's chest, and he dies. I'm just imagining, like, I'm fighting this goblin, suddenly a spear, spear like, just appears through over him, your shoulder. And, like, almost hits me and, and then stops. There's a horse on top of you. <laughs> you get run over by a horse. I, All right. I, yeah. So, uh, is that it for your turn? Uh, That's Anvinder? it for me. They're just going to feel a cold breeze <laughs> as Anvinder, as death is riding by. <laughs> Death rides a pale horse, or something. Except his horse is brown. Similar mm-hmm. horse oh, is brown. It? Darn. Yeah, and Vinder's horse is brown. Uh, and Vinder rides a brown horse. <laughs> yes, he does. The goblin that you've been chasing, uh, leading around this whole clearing, uh, follows you back over, uh, and attempts to stab you with his spear again. Will a thirteen <laughs> hit you, uh, and Vinder? No, it will not. It made it, like, halfway across the clearing and then had to turn around and come back. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, it did make it enough to attack him. And then Invinder comes That's all great. the way back over here. Now he has to turn around. And he goes all the way back. But, uh, yeah, he misses. He uh, thrusts his spear and, and, he, and he completely misses. Quiver, the goblin that was fighting you, uh, swings his sword. Uh, wildly misses with a nat one. Oh, good. Uh, and decides... Uh, now would be a good time to run. I don't think so. And uh, he will disengage. And Why? He just attacked. He has, he has the ability to disengage or hide as a bonus action. Heck him. Because they, <laughs> they get to nimble escape. Right, that's a goblin <laughs> yeah, thing. They, yeah, they nimble, nim, nimbly escape. So he's going to disengage right, well. and, and run off. Uh, as are the uh, uh, goblins fighting the dwarves, uh, of which only two remain. And uh, and the one that uh, just wildly missed uh, Invinder is is gonna join them, who did absolutely nothing that whole encounter except run around. Uh, all the <laughs> goblins have gone. What I'm whipping out my uh, great uh, great bow. Okay, uh, if you wish to uh, make an attack through the trees, if necessary. Uh, th- Barreling would like to attempt to as well with his short bow, if that's okay. Uh, or is if if you uh, wish to. Okay. They will have uh, half cover through the trees as they run away. Half cover. Okay. Very well. Yeah, I got a six. Uh, dirty twenty. Uh, Barreling, your arrow uh, hits a tree, and it's and it sticks out of the trunk. Uh, Quiver, your arrow does strike true. Roll damage. Fantastic. Uh, nine. And you drop one of the fleeing goblins. Uh, the rest escape off into the woods. Very well. Uh, how does your uh, foreboding shadow thing work again? Um, yeah, that's you make a good point. Because <laughs> I can tell you stuff about them. Dark... Dark foreboding, sixth sense. Uh, it basically just 
warns me when we're close. Oh, well, I should have told you that before and... then. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> Hold up, let me, let me find it. When they're in the presence of shadow. They don't know exactly what's behind the feeling. They can sense its presence grow stronger or weaker. Stronger or weaker, yes. Oh, you can tell whether an orc band is an isolated raiding party or part of a larger force being driven by something more sinister, or whether a nearby ruin is steeped in shadow. Uh, yes. You know that uh, these goblins were very likely part of a a slightly larger group uh, of goblins who were definitely part of a, of a group that was uh, driven by something more sinister than goblins. They may have something to do with that warg trek you saw earlier. And I will, I will, for now, I will just say, um, there will be more. <sighs> Great. Oh. However, since, uh, the battle does seem to have abated, the dwarves that, uh, you, uh, rushed to the rescue of are all, uh, catching their breath. What on earth are they doing here? They're all going to, to thank you, uh, quite profusely as they are cleaning the goblin blood off of their swords and axes. Uh, you can tell that the, the leader of the group, the oldest dwarf, with a uh, long gray beard and an eye patch over one eye, he, uh, he comes up to uh, Bearling, and uh, he comes up and he says, Aye, cousin, I thank you for coming to our aid. Aye, well, we had, uh, we had all the commotion. We had, uh, had enough, but... Uh... Yeah, we we've had trouble and we came to help. Glad you're out there to hear our call to arms. I thank you greatly. Might I ask you, what are I, what are you all doing here? Is cousin a typical dwarf greeting for other dwarves, or is that it? it... It's a, it's a generic dwarf greeting. He, okay. Because they might not have been from the same. They might not be from the same place, but they recognize each other as dwarves. So I see. So it's just kind of a yeah, like a, a more a more friendly greeting than you would offer someone yeah. who wasn't a dwarf. Sure, it's just like calling somebody brother. Yeah, basically. You could never have too many cousins. <laughs> we were headed back north to to Erebor. Just came through, finishing our work. I was. Working as a smith for a few, a few years back, and heard that the smog is dead. Where are you coming from? We're just coming north from Rohan. It's been a long time since I've seen that mountain. Ah, I'm a bearling, by the way. Oh, I and I be Snorri. Snorri? <laughs> yes, S N O R R I. Yes, it. You is know, the, uh, Sleepy from the Seven Dwarves? Is, is, it the, is it the Eighth Dwarf? Yeah, exactly. I be Snorri. Uh, this here be Bori. B-O-R-R-I. Oh uh, he's, he's a larger dwarf than Snorri. He's def, he's closer to your age, uh, Bearling. And he's got and a... And this is my main man, Cory. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Actually, uh, wait. I got. I'm. I'm getting these uh, mixed up here. Bori is a lot younger than you are, uh, uh, Barreling, and he has a, a short red beard, and he he seems to be 
fairly young. Uh, <laughs> one of them, one of them is is disgustingly ugly, and his name is Gory. No, no. <laughs> and then the last one is Har. Oh. Yeah, they're not. All, they don't all rhyme. <laughs> Darn. Yeah, much to your dismay, I'm sure. H A R. It is disappointing. And Har Har is the one that is larger than uh, Snorri. Uh, he's very tall, and he seems to be about Bearling's age, maybe slightly older. Give it, give or take a decade or so. Uh, he he's got a, a he has a large uh, bushy black beard. I'm guessing none of them have as fantastic a beard stash. No, none of them have anywhere near a beard stash that Bearling has. I have the greatest mustache in all of Middle Earth. Very likely. <laughs> You know, that should be just a claim you make all the time, Jake. It's just... <laughs> the yes. best beard stash east of the Misty Mountains. But uh, at, at, his, at his name, Har will just give a little grunt and a nod. Just, mm. uh, but Bori the, will pipe up and he'll say, Oh, thank you, cousin. I don't know I I if we'll be able to hold them off for much longer. Is that the name of the tavern? The, the beer and stash? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to get here when I could. Yes, well, well, thank you again. Would you, would you like to share in our camp tonight? I've, we've got some ale and, and some food. This is when Anvender just am. rides up, jumps off the horse, and stabs his spear in the ground and screams, Ale! <laughs> <laughs> ale and food, and after running off them goblins, this I'm... is a cause for celebration, is it not? I admit that bit true. I would be a fan of two. I'm like laying on the ground, just nursing a wound. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrapping my arm. <laughs> I can I can help with those, you know. Cause leechcraft. Yeah. Oh. Good grief. Is it It just it just means that I'm good at some, you know, basic medical stuff. So Okay. Barreling does have proficiency in medicine. With a plus two. <laughs> okay. So, plus two plus proficiency, or? Or that's his total. Just, just plus two. <laughs> I, I don't have proficiency I, I, in medicine, but I have a plus two. I know a little bit. I could, ta I could take a look at him. Why don't you hold him down while I... I could at least see what's wrong wound? with him. <laughs> I got stabbed. What do you think is wrong with me? He looks at the wound. Yeah, no, I think he's been stabbed. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, like man. I said, you hold him, I'll cauterize it. Somebody got fire. Oh, wait, hi, we've got the fire wait, just fire? over there. Yes, hold him. Hold him now. Fairling's oh gonna hold him. I'm going to struggle against this. I'm going to slip away towards the river um, to treat my wounds myself. Does somebody have a stick he can bite on? Something good and thick. It's liable to snap it in half if we don't get a good one. Um, Fairling quickly like grabs a stick from the woods. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming one of the other dwarves will because you're going to be oh. contested strength roll holding him down. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Ballin, did you find a little stick that he could bite on? Who? Who did? You, what? Who are you talking uh, to? 
Bory. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I said Borin. I thought you said Balin. I'm like, wait a minute, this is not. Yeah. <laughs> I said I said Borin, but okay. then I thought, wait, that no, that's not one of them. Nope. Okay, so oh. the Borin. No, it's it's Bory, not Boring. Yeah. Yeah. Bory. Bory. <laughs> uh, you you wanted him to go and find a stick. He said. Yeah. Oh, I, I can get you a stick. Uh, let me just uh, let me uh, look around a, a wee bit. Uh, um, what what kind of stick would you like? Uh, <laughs> thick one. Oh, all right. Uh, one that but one that he would fit in his mouth. <laughs> well, that there's a lot of sticks around here that kind of look like that. Can I make at, at like which a... point? Do I make like a strength <laughs> check to get out of this? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Or go like, ahead and uh, roll your uh, uh, contested strength. Or like, I'm trying to see think, if there's anything that would be. Uh, I think you'd be you'd be trying to like break a grapple. Now we're just should be a, you just both roll strength. Be contested strength check. Just strength. All right. Okay. And strength or athletics. Athletics. Right. Yeah, athletics. Uh, okay. it doesn't matter for me. I got a 15. Uh, I got a 14. All right, you, uh, rig- you wriggle free. I wriggle free and start running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, come on. We've got... I pick up my spear and go to... And then I'm like, oh, nope, nope, that's not this situation. Fatal. <laughs> I'm back. You're not bleed to death, you idiots. <laughs> the adrenaline's still pumping. Right. Just, someone's running. <laughs> Pin it with a spear. Exactly. Snorri, Snorri will, will now uh, stand up and go, All right, the lot of ye. We've got bandages back at our camp. Oh, that's uh, All right, but he needed to purge the wound of its illness, of its infection. If he doesn't do that with fire, he's likely to... Uh, whatever. We have fire at camp as well, along with a nice roast pig that Bori found. I can confirm he was stabbed. I sold the functioloon myself. I do he not roast pig. need fire. I just need it bandaged up. Either way, we've just... got the supplies back That's... at our camp. Okay, then. That's how you get tetanus. Yeah, well, when your body is rusting from the inside out, don't come complaining to me. <laughs> uh, the dwarves leave you back, lead you back to their campsite, which is just north of here, in another clearing. And uh, you can see uh, a small fire still smoldering. There's a, there's a little bit of flame left in it, which uh, Snorri will uh, coax back up into a fire with a, uh, a, pit, a pig on a spit uh, above the fire which uh, Bori is very proud of uh, catching. Uh, and I will be very proud to eat. Yep, yep. <laughs> there's uh, there's lots of logs and uh, stones that you can sit at around the fire. Bori uh, at, at one point starts taking out uh, a, a penknife and uh, a bit of a wooden whistle and starts whittling away. Oh, yay, more competitive whittling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> As the as the fire gets going and the and the pig starts roasting, uh, uh, Snorri will come uh, 
back to you and uh, say, I'd like to thank you again for uh, helping us out as uh, we go back to Erebor. It's been a long time since I've seen my sons. There's the uh, least we could do. Mm. How old are your sons? They just, uh, the oldest one, just turned 80. And the younger, 65. Oh, that's so young. <laughs> well, 80 is is about your age, is it not? A little older than you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 80 is like a, 80 is pretty much adult at this point. Yeah, they're like, that's like being 30. Yeah. For a human, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. 65, 65 is like a young adult. That's like basically just becoming adult, adulthood. Boria ch- chimes up. I I've, I have yet to see Erebor. I I was born in the Blue Mountains. I've never been. I've heard it's really grand though. I I stopped by there once. But uh, it was shortly after the battle. The the great battle of the five armies. Oh, this most of. I, uh, so you've been this way in the last year, then? Yeah. Missed most of the action, I'm afraid. What route did you take? Well, I came from the Iron Mount, from the Iron Hills. You would have taken right. the Elf Road. Oh, but, uh, okay, so your tavern has not been in business for very long, then. You've been in... Yeah. Uh, in the wood, Woodman town for less than a year. Yeah. This is only one year or so after the uh, the Battle of Five Armies. Okay. Uh, Har uh, brings over the uh, cask of ale and uh, taps it open in a celebration of defeating the goblins. Bori will pass around some cups to all of you if you would so like to uh, partake in the dwarvish ale. Oh, I will. Mm-hmm. Here, here. And uh, all the dwarves raise their uh, raise their tankards. Aye, to victory and the honored dead. To victory and the honored dead. I'll take a draft. Swig. Just to victory for me. Uh, Snorri will will chime up. Aye, to Bori for finding this lovely pig. (laughs) Proposes a second toast to Bori and takes another swig. Aye, to Bori. During the first toast... Like, after, when everyone's taking a drink, I take a drink and just go, <laughs> Like, I've never had dwarven uh, ale before, so, like... It's yeah. strong. Yeah, I can But it is good. What's your constitution yeah. score? Like... Yeah, make a constitution check. <laughs> a constitution saving throw. <laughs> I was just wondering what your constitution score was. Oh. Uh, it's I think 10. Said it was 10. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so I take a I take a swig and like it hits me really hard. Like, oh, that's that's really strong. But it is very tasty. Yes. <laughs> How does it uh compare uh to uh to yours? My to my family's malt beer. It's almost as good, but it's not quite not quite as good as your family recipe. But it is it's it's close. Okay. Have to hold. Old, uh, so they they provided us all with tankards, or, or oh yeah, they, did we have to provide? No, no, they, our, I see. they were passing out tankards. I see. Yeah, they've, they've got plenty of tankards. With, happy happy to share a drink. Hold it with both hands to prevent it from spilling due to my condition. Mm-hmm. 
after you've all had a, a drink or two, R is going to uh, stand up and uh, look at the four of you, and he is going to say to you, What always runs, but never walks, often murders, <laughs> never talks, has a bed, but never sleeps, has a mouth, but never eats. Well, that's easy. If anyone would wish to uh, partake in this riddle challenge, re, uh, roll as a much as riddle I would like check. To, I am not proficient. Uh, and neither am I. I am proficient in riddle. I am not, but I'm going to roll anyways. <laughs> I mean, I know the answer. Yeah, yeah out of, I know out of character <laughs> you know the answers. But, uh... Four. Minus two. <laughs> is two. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think Bearling knows the answer to this riddle. Uh, twelve. It's a goat. Ha <laughs> ha cousin. No, it is not a goat. Uh, yes, uh, Beetle, you will know that the answer is a river. Yes. It's... Uh, it's no easy. Kidding. It's a river. Uh, it is. I challenge you to give me one better. If you can't think of a riddle off the top of your head, you can just roll a, a riddle check. Um... Are they asking... Wait, so Beetle's got to come up with a riddle? Is that what's going on? Yeah. If he uh... wants to. Or you can back out like a coward. <laughs> Jeremy frantically Google searches for riddles. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending him one. Okay, I I have one that I I feel is fitting with the with the uh, the setting, but I'll still look at the one that uh, Jake sends me. That's a decent one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the one that I that I found, but I will keep that in mind for next time. Um, okay. All right. Um, here's one. I'm not alive, but I grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? Aye, that be easy, lad. Tis fire. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm, that's good. I've got another one for you. Glittering points that downward thrust. Sparkling spears that never rust. And uh, feel free to make a riddle check. Even if you, Jeremy, don't know the answer, but you roll high enough, I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, 15. You would know that the answer is an icicle. Yeah, I figured. Okay. Oh. I, I was like, it's got a... It, it, the, the, the two were like some sort of crystal formation, like on the top of caves or icicles. But yeah. Um, oh, the... That's an icicle. Very good, lad. Have you got another? There is a greenhouse. Inside the greenhouse is a white house. Inside the white house is a red house. And inside the red house are tiny black children. What am I? Uh, unfortunately, you've stumped hard. I'm afraid I didn't know that one, lad. That's okay. They come from the south, probably. It, yeah. See, he didn't know it. Exactly. No. 
It's uh, it's a fruit. It's called a watermelon. It has an outer green shell or outer green well skin, uh, with uh red like fruit meat inside of it with black seeds. I see. Very clever. And uh, he'll offer you another ale and another toast to your clever riddle making. Huzzah! Aye, indeed. Huzzah. <laughs> After uh, a few more drinks of ale, uh, Bori uh, has finished whittling his whistle and will place it to his lips as uh, Har pr- uh, pulls out a small drum and uh, they begin to play and uh, Har starts singing to you. Uh, they offer another round of ale to anyone who wants it. 
Oh, I'll have, a, I'll have another right here. You push too hard, my friend, but I accept. I think I'm bowing out at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. That's all right. You make a fine ale, but that's enough for me. Aye, it's, it's a wee bit strong for those knots of the dwarvish variety. And then uh, the pig is finally cooked to perfection. Uh, Bori is, is done turning the spit, and he will start uh, uh, cutting, cutting up portions for everybody to eat. This is fresh pork and is definitely the best food you have had in a while. Excellent. This is... This is... Fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> All the dwarves down another ale. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I light my pipe. <laughs> Bo- Bori seems especially proud of, of, of this uh, pig that he had... Uh, found and the snorri and har are both congratulating him saying what a, what a good job he did finding this this lone wa- uh, this lone pig out here in the woods you're saying so it's it was a a wild pig found by bori uh, a bori yeah. bori you might say <laughs> uh it doesn't ap- <laughs> the the carcass does not appear to be like a wild boar it doesn't appear to have tusks or anything mm, interesting so it can't have been out here very long, then. That's interesting. I mean, you can ask Bori about the pig if you wish to. Yeah, I wonder if this is a domestic pig. I, I, didn't they say that they had issues around these parts about, you know, their pork? Uh, they said that sheep were going missing, right, back at uh, the Woodman Woodman's Hall. No, 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 when I bought the... Or the, sorry, the Woodman, wood, town. The Woodman town. Uh... Didn't didn't when I bought the salted pork he said like the pigs in the area? It's were... difficult to. He said it was, he said that the demand was going up because there were more oh, travelers okay. coming because through. The demand is okay, high. never mind. Yeah. What is? Um, I mean, I guess I'll speak up, right? Because this is weird. Yeah. How did you come by a domestic pig in the wild? I I I didn't know what you're talking about domestic. I I, I set I set up a. A, a snare uh, just just beyond that uh, that uh, tree line right there and I caught it myself you are so Bori which one was Bori was Bori the one who was the oldest he's the youngest or the youngest yes um you you may not know better but your kins should certainly know what a boar looks like pig is a pig pork is pork out here good enough food for us uh, Quiver will frown a little. And, if you want to, you um, may make uh, an insight or investigation check. Oh, I would much prefer... Actually, it doesn't matter, much matter. I'm proficient in a lot of things that I have no bonus in, so it, it it's typically six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, that's a 16, um, plus two is 18. Bori did not catch this pig. He is nowhere near skilled enough in the ways of the wild to catch this pig nor does this pig look to be a wild pig um do the other two seem to be like genuine in their appreciation um do they, like does it seem like they're helping him uh, lie or are they do they genuinely do they seem to genuinely believe his story they, they seem to think he caught it okay i will you know it's probably starting to it, it grow dark if oh, it oh yeah it's definitely nighttime is coming I'm not gonna bail. I'm not gonna rat him out. 
but I am going to stare across the the fire at him, kind of meaningfully. Like, I I I can know what you did. If you want to press him a little, you can. Okay. Well, um, how far? So we, we we're less than a day's travel from Woodland Hall, Woodman Town now. Woodland Hall. That's the right. Yep. Yeah. You are less than a day away. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll say this then. From um, from which direction have you just come? We're just uh, coming up the south, off off north. But when we uh, when we found this this lovely camp spot, we uh, I looked around for a a good spot to set up my snare, just uh, just around here a wee bit. And neither of the other two like they didn't react at all when I made the comment about how they should know what a boar looks like. They 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 said they made that was that them that made the comment about a pig's a pig or is that that was uh, boring. Okay. Did the other two have any comment when I said that? I did not realize that you were saying that to all of them. I thought you were only talking to Bori. Yeah, he... No. Okay, well then... I think, uh, I think he was I, trying I will... to say it aloud enough for the others to hear it. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Did, did they, yeah, did they don't think there's anything odd about the fact that it was a very clearly not a wild boar. <laughs> uh, Snorri will, will uh, take a look at the, the carcass one more time and go, Hey, Bori. I think this ranger has got a point. This don't look like any wild boar I've ever seen before. I, I promise, it's just fine. I got I got it trapped just uh, just over there, just uh, beyond those trees. No, you didn't, lad. <laughs> Spit it out. Where did you get this pig? <laughs> Spits out the fork. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, he very well might. He is a little a little scared of uh, Snorri. With his uh, eye patch and everything. Wait, is... he stole this pig? All right, all right, fine. I stole it. You gave me loaded dice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I took it, but I didn't take it from anyone else. It was staked up to. A, it was tied to a stake just over there. All I did was uh... take it over here and eat it. What's the harm in that? Well, follow the gesture and go check it out it's well, not very it far from the campsite it's it's about okay. 15 20 feet through the trees well it depends who you stole it from there is a stake uh in the ground with uh some rope tied to the stake and, no and nothing tied to the rope but it was it was fairly clearly hammered into the ground does this appear to have been some sort of trap? Is there like... No. Do I look around like in the trees? Is nothing? This does not appear to be any sort of trap. Um, it, it just looks like there's a, a stake in the ground, hammered into the ground, uh, with rope tied to the stake. Yeah, and so this is just where somebody the kept their pig. But why would someone stake up a pig in the middle of the, of the, gre the, the green wood? If anyone would like to, you may make a perception check. Oh, great. Yeah, no, I'm suspicious. Yeah, I'm gonna roll as well. Oh, but I'm still exhausted, so I'm at disadvantage. <laughs> An 18, you say? Uh, that was the first roll. Oh, I got it. Uh, the second roll was 9 plus 2 with a total of 11. I got a 4. I got a six. I got a sixteen. Oh, 
All right, and Vinder, you can uh, definitely notice that uh, aside from what appear to be human footprints in the dirt near this stake, there are there are some dried splashes of blood. Uh, another very large paw print, and the the rope itself appears to. It looks like something was gnawing on it at some point. Ranger, this wait. you're the one who tracks things. What does this mean? I'll look at the print. It's a warg print. It is a warg print. It seems to be the same warg print from before. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, um, I think I know what's going on, but someone needs to tell me so I can look at it and say <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Well, me and the ranger are crouched by this thing, so you could probably come over and look yourself. What are you guys doing? Those goblins got away earlier. Y yes? Everyone, draw your weapons. We're being ambushed. That's what's going on here. <laughs> oh, wait. The, the Oh. Someone left this pig out to be eaten by someone or something else. To draw the attention. It was yes. a trap for humans. What? No, 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 no. They were and they dwarves. were feeding something. It, it, it was like an exchange of some sort. But that means who, whatever is eating this thing is likely nearby expecting their next meal. And we just cooked it up. Well, that's not good. So we've either got... Oh, beyond, beyond the alert. A large animal who will likely pounce on us at any moment, or we have a group that's trying to lure us away from camp. Mm, we will need to take watches. Uh, you can all tell that this uh, rope and stake have been here for a very long time. Week weeks, at least. Very long time. Oh. How is the... Huh. Big found something to eat for that duration. Or it was so. Just because the stake was is here does not mean that the pig was tied up here that entire time. Right. I suppose they could be just replacing the pig every time it gets right. eaten. That's what I yeah. think is going All on. All the same. Here. We do need to be on the alert. I agree. This evening. At this point, it is now dark and nighttime. The shaking hand move my pipe back to my mouth and <laughs> take another drum because there's nothing more to do. To have to take watches. Bearling's holding his mattock close to him. So the uh, lookout may uh, make a perception check. Oh, great. Um, he's going to spend his point of inspiration to make a straight roll. All right. Natural 20. Wow. Okay. Very nice. For a total of 22. Now that he's been warned. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It uh, As you're on your watch, Bearling, it, uh, everything seems to... Nothing seems to be the matter. Everything seems to be fairly normal. Uh, up until it gets to the, the wee small hours of the morning. And the sun is not quite... Not, it's, just, it's just twilight still. And... You can sort of hear a bit of rustling in the trees around you. We 
quiver. And as you say quiver, uh, a bunch of humans with rope, pitchforks, and torches lit burst into the clearing and uh, tie up everyone there. And <laughs> okay, you, you all had dwarven ale in the night before. Every single one of you had some yep. dwarven ale. Yep, that's fair. Oops. What? And you all is... you all get tied up. What is what's going on? And uh you you'll hear chants of You stole our pig! You shouldn't have eaten our pig! Hey, that was our pig! Galvera will decide what happens to you. You ate our pig! Oh gosh. What is going on? If it's any consolation, it was a delicious pig. Shut up! <laughs> and they are going to lead you to Rowanhold. Which is uh, a fortified farmstead nearby. But uh, this is this uh, fortified farmstead is, is fairly expansive for a farmstead. It's got several houses, uh, but it is in worse shape than Woodman Town was. Mm. Uh, listen... There's got to be some way we can make up for this. As I understand it, the snacks in question were out in the <laughs> open in a large bowl. <laughs> I thought they were free samples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slap them. Uh, at this point, your journey is over. This is going to be uh, where you will roll your arrival table. So... Oh boy. The guide needs to roll a d4. Oh, okay. I don't like rolling small dice. That's a 2. Alright. That's one of the numbers on a d4. That is one of the numbers on the d4. Uh, even though you were captured, you uh, you all feel emboldened from your recent uh, vict <laughs> victory over the goblins. <laughs> and our excellent and feast. And your excellent feast. Presumably. <laughs> From their pig. <laughs> yeah, well... Yes. But you, the, the, the defeat of the goblins has left you all emboldened and encouraged that uh, you get advantage on all checks pertaining to social interactions. Oh, good. Oh, oh great. Which will probably be important <laughs> for you here in a bit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Those who lost a point of exhaustion regain it? Or who gained one lose it, rather? Uh, not yet. Dang it. <laughs> Um, yeah, sucks for us. We're still exhausted. And that bonus will also apply if you should seek an audience with whoever is in charge of this farmstead. And you will keep this bonus until you fail any check. Okay. Oh. Wait, so what? Basically, you... It works until it doesn't. Yeah. You get advantage on all of your social interaction checks... Up until you fail a check. Until you fail. And then you wow. don't get advantage anymore. Okay. Uh, I need to look up how having an audience works. Well, I don't know anything about this that. this is important. But I also, I, I am one of the people who act, has actual advantage right now. Same. It's you and me. I know. <laughs> and if anything, the, the rogue who has probably some charisma... I, I do have charisma. That is one of my uh, better stats. Rather than the silent, the thing I the do. silent ranger. Yeah. 
There we go. Audiences. Great. I do. I've got a job to do. Get out of my way. That's about it. Oh my gosh. There's a. And I kill things. There's a freaking table. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things to to do with audiences. Um, from what you can gather, uh, as you are led to an empty uh, wooden building and uh, locked inside, uh, the people here look desperate. They look like uh, they're they're barely holding on. Uh, you definitely heard a couple of the townsfolk say that uh, you'll answer to Gelavira, yeah. who you presume is probably some sort of matriarch or chieftain or something for yeah, this yeah. Uh, this village, effectively. Mm-hmm. You missed an opportunity, Josh. And that was? You should have said, what's this? A ranger cut off his guard. <laughs> I suppose I, I could have, but it was basic townspeople that are capturing you, farmers yeah, and yeah. Nobody here knows or cares what I am. It's like writers of Rohan, unknown, 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 yeah. unknown, <laughs> unknown, favored, unknown, unknown, favored, unknown. They're, uh, Wait, what is this? Only Minas Tirith and actual other Rohirrim know and favor other riders of Rohirrim. Or, ri- sorry, riders of Rohan. What is Rohan but a thatched bar? <laughs> Everybody else just is like, what's a rider? What is Rohan? Where do you see this? It's the uh, Page attitudes in audiences. Yeah. Page 193 of the PDF uh... has starting attitudes. Which uh, will come into play once oh once you actually uh, go into the presence of uh, Gila Vera. So the people we are dealing with are woodsmen. They are woodmen. So they have no clue who... The Dunedain are. Either of us yep. are. They only know of the dwarves and uh, the barding. Yep. Yep. To both, Good. they are neutral. Uh, and they're neutral with both. Yes. Great. Well, at least they uh, <laughs> don't like. At least they don't hate you. Uh, after you've been in uh, this uh, this uh, wooden building for a little bit, uh, what about my horse? Did my horse come? Yeah, they'll bring your horse. Uh, they okay. won't put the horse in your in the building with you. They'll uh, tie it up outside. Uh, but uh, when you get you're about to be uh, given some food and water, water and bread. Uh, they'll, f- they'll also uh, water and feed your uh, horse. Lovely. Yes. Kind of them. Yes. Uh, so a young man brings you some uh, water and bread, uh, but he isn't getting close enough to be attacked by any of you. He's yeah, of yeah. very, very distrustful, and he seems actually scared of you. And uh, he uh, quickly goes, Hey! Are any of you in league with Greymuzzle Hob? And then he runs away. He's he's too scared. Who? Greymuzzle Hob is what you believe he said. I don't I don't um, know who that is. Would I know who that uh, is? Let's see. You probably don't. Those of us who have Okay. So the dwarf has been here for the past year. I've been in the woods for the past ten years. The uh uh, the how long has the rider of Rohan been here? Uh, in this area. Yeah, yeah. Days. Days. Yeah. Okay. So no. I have. I. I only recently traveled north from the mark. So the the dwarf and I have a chance of knowing. Maybe. I. 
I probably don't. There's no reason why I would. Would that be something we'd have to roll for? If you want to see if you can recognize the name, roll a history check, I suppose. Yeah, there's no reason Uh, for me to know, probably. Yeah, same. Uh, Actually, history or nature, whichever you want. That's a 15. Going with nature. Five. (laughs) Oof. Barreling, you don't don't recognize the name Grey Muzzle Hob. He's too exhausted to think straight. He's still a little hungover from last night. Oh, he's still exhausted. He still has. Oh, exhaustion. he still has exhaustion as well. Yes. But I'm sure the the hangover might add to it. Oh, am I still at three hit points? <laughs> oh, you can uh, spend uh, hit dice while you slept the previous night. Okay. That is a short yeah. rest. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I think I'm not going to. I didn't need to. Uh, okay, yeah, I full heal. And Nate, was that you're not going to roll hit dice, or you're not going to roll a check for recognizing? Oh, I already rolled my check. I got a 15. Okay, you think you may have heard something about uh, a a farmstead that was in trouble with uh, someone or something named Grey Muzzlehob before? But you're not entirely... So this is an, an individual who is the enemy of said homestead? Pretty much. You can gather that much. Okay. But you no- you don't know who or what they are or where they come from or anything like that. Hmm. Okay. Does the name sound like a... From any particular culture? You see, you think it might be the name that the villagers have given to some sort of animal? Ray Muzzle... Mm. Is it the warg? Uh, likely. One warg. The, uh, the dwarves that are, uh, trapped with you. They're all, uh, Har and Snorri are both looking at Bori. Like, <laughs> you, you got us into this. And we are terribly sorry that, uh, you had to follow us for Bori's mistake. We'll try and put it right however we can, but, uh, we we don't really. I'm not with them. How could I have been? I was in the belly of a whale. <laughs> it's probably not best to try and make a run for it. It'll only make us appear worse in their eyes. No, no, no. I I think this is just simply an opportunity. A business opportunity. <laughs> a business opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I am amazing. Apologize. What did he say? I have no idea. I am your positivity. I I think I understand him. I Um, think the dwarf is still drunk. Yes. I'm not. uh... (laughs) How many tankers did he have? Quite a few. I lost count after six. Eleven. Eleven? What? Eleventeen. That's a hundred and eleven. Oh, wait, no, that's Uh, eleven. There was not enough ale in that uh, barrel for a hundred and eleven tankards. Well, it would be a hundred and ten, because I would have maybe mistaken him for saying eleventy. 
Oh, okay. I said 11 teen. Yeah, and I would have mistaken uh, it for 11 T, which is okay. uh, 110. Yeah. Right. Um, Bori is, go- is going to uh, pipe up and, and uh, confess all. All right, so I found the pig. It was tied up to that stake. I figured it was someone else's catch. Someone, Some other hunter trapped it or something. But uh, there was no one there, and we were awfully hungry. We've been walking for days. So I figured, eh, they, someone else caught it, but uh, they didn't come and claim it, so uh, what's uh, found is ours, more or less. And uh, that's that. Uh, pork for dinner. Uh, oh, I oh, now oh. realise that that was probably not the best choice I could have made. Oh. Okay. If you are going to take something you believe belongs to someone else, do not stay within 15 feet of where you stole it. I didn't know they were going to come back right away. Oh my gosh. Guys are talking too loud. It's making my head hurt. You can faintly hear some voices outside of the building. Uh, If you... uh. Want to eavesdrop you, uh, you may. I definitely will. You can uh, hear what sounds like uh, an older woman uh, shouting orders to uh, some of the villagers. Well, too bad. We're going to have to get the next week's pig. Yes, put it same place as the last one. I hope it's not too late yet. Uh... This is exactly what I thought it was. Um, it seems they're basically paying tribute with these pigs, and we just stole that tribute to whatever they're, whoever or whatever they're giving it to. If they had let us be, we might have rid them of whatever it is. Well, I think... They are making offerings, too. I, I mean... It is a shame. I think we still have that bargaining chip though we could offer to help shoot a baleful glance at the cowardly merchant (laughs) just after uh, Beetle says this uh, Twilight is starting to fall outside and uh, the doors to this uh, building open and oh it took us all day to get back or have we just you've been been here here for pretty much all day oh okay gotcha Uh, they they fed you and 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 such Uh, the doors open and some Poor-looking men and women enter this uh, this makeshift prison. Uh, they're carrying torches and spears, and a few of them have pitchforks. Uh, they tell you that um, you're to stand before Galavira and explain yourselves. And they uh, they gather you up and take you unarmed to uh, the large longhouse at the center of okay. the uh, farmstead. Okay. And you're going to seek an audience. Yeah, you're gonna, you're about to start an audience here. Okay. Who's proficient in traditions, or at least good uh, at them? I am actually. I have a plus two. I have a plus two in traditions, and I am proficient in it, and I have an advantage right now, so that's cool. So is that plus two and the... Plus two, plus, plus two. two. Plus two, plus Okay. And actually, that's a plus four because I'm in uh, known oh, lands. Yeah. Yes, you are. 
So, so you're yeah. really going to be good at this. Although um, an audience does matter. Whoever is uh, doing the speaking for the group, their, yes. uh, they, their culture is what bases the uh, starting attitude the starting. of, of uh, uh, So is, so it is unknown worse than mistrust then? On would, the scale, see, I would think no. It unknown be. is next to askance. It's the same as askance, so it's one uh, below neutral. Okay. okay, but he like has a plus ten. I only have a plus two, <laughs> and uh, I I I might start as neutral, but like I don't have a I don't have advantage plus two or plus like plus what is it? Six, basically. So, you are definitely. Yeah, much. Although I don't know what that difference means. Uh, neither do I. So like. Uh, there's a table on oh, page the one ninety five. Right under it. Okay. Yes. So you'll see if you succeed on a certain DC. Since he's unknown, the best we can hope for is that they grudgingly offer shelter for one night and do as asked, as long as there's no risk or sacrifice required. Uh, um, when we're offering to do something for them, all they have to do is not hold us in bondage. Before you uh, come up with your arguments, I am going to describe this uh, long haul that uh, you are being led into. Sure. Uh, it's a very long... A building with a large fire pit in the middle, which is mostly just uh, smoldering at the moment. The e the evening meal is pretty much done. There's a dais uh, standing uh, before the hall hearth, and on it is a very large wooden chair. There's lots of uh, fur pelts on the chair and on the dais and uh, around. Uh, in that chair sits a proud gray-haired woman. Her clothes, while they aren't very fine-looking to uh, the eyes of, say, Beetle, yeah. uh, they are fairly impressive for a, a wood woodman. Yeah. Uh, the fabrics are a deep red and orange and edged with uh, loom-woven designs, which is, again, fairly fancy for woodman. Right. Uh, she has a fur-trimmed cloak and a silver, square silver brooch on her shoulder. And as she, as you are brought before her, she is going to uh, speak at uh, to all of you. Who are you to come here and steal our pig? You will tell me your names and intention here in our lands, and if I do not like what you have to say, I shall keep your swords here and cast you out without them. Make me angry, and I will keep you here too. Speak. And now, whoever wishes. May begin the audience with a traditions check. So, uh, metagame-wise, whoever should do it. But I think from a, from a roleplay-wise, Beetle would very much jump at this opportunity to introduce everyone. <laughs> so, uh, sure. all right. I'll, I'll jump in if I feel it necessary. Okay. Lead the way. My name is Beetle. I am a barding. And, uh... These are my compatriots. We were traveling through the, the woods to actually get back to the, uh, the Lake Town area uh, due to, well, uh, Bard's 
proclamation. One of our... The company we ran into, the dwarves, uh, mistakenly figured that someone had left a pig out and w had not returned to claim it because it felt like it'd be out it had been out for quite a while now because that's literally what happened yes um <laughs> so we decided that it seemed like the owner had vacated the pig Thus, well, they did. They said they decided. I'm sorry. That. Uh, the dwarves believed that the owner was no longer around and was not returning, so they decided to help themselves to the 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 pig and cook and eat it. Um. Needless to say, uh, our group had just joined the dwarves and did not know about these goings on. I am going to need you to make that uh, traditions check still. Yeah, yeah. At advantage. Because uh, that will determine how she responds to your introduction. You'll make a second roll at the end of this uh, audience. Uh, we need to introduce ourselves. Like, you introduced yourself, I think, Yes. Right? Um, That's an 11. Oh, boy. Okay. Anyways, so why this? And I'm gesturing at the rest of the group. This is Quiver, um, Andy, and <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and oh wow, what's my name? <laughs> and barely it's, there. Bears. Bear something. Gosh, <laughs> just think of a small bear. It's a bear cub. Bearling. Bearling, yes. Bear bearling. I'm sorry, I only hired these, uh, the, the, or joined with these uh, people <laughs> three days ago. Freudian slip. Hired. I'm going to have to bite my tongue to prevent from... Correcting you. <laughs> Better than this is Anvil Doll. Anvil Doll. <laughs> Our dwarven friends go by the names Snorri, Bori, and Tar. All right. So after you have uh, made your introductions and. Uh, started to uh, sort of explain uh, your case. Yeah. You'll say, we needed that pig. That pig was our lifeline. Without it, our people would be attacked. We will have many deaths. Uh, attacked by what? Grey muscle hog. Yeah. Large bog. It's been terrorizing our farmstead for I was right. quite a while now. I was right! Sorry. I consider this a personal affront. <laughs> we handle a warg? <laughs> We're going to. I understand it was probably your your hunger that forced you to take our pig. Uh, good thing I haven't searched our rations, eh, boys? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, great. 
What what do pigs go for in these parts? Oh, we, we don't have very many left after having to feed Gramers or Hobbs so often. R right, but would you be able to, uh, I don't know, buy them from some other settlement in the area? Uh, unlikely. We don't, we have we've been on quite quite hard times as of late. Or haven't you noticed? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm saying, would it be possible? I, we could. Oh well, I would be willing to pay for the the pig that we have eaten. Well, that that would certainly help, uh, somewhat. But uh, I don't, I don't see how that will entirely compensate us for our possible loss of life. That is yet to come. How long have you been terrorized by this war? Almost a month now. Comes. The first attack was about a month ago and carried off a few of few of our children and some sheep. He didn't appear to be alone. Sounds like you're in need of a witcher. <laughs> 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 No, um, <clears throat> I, I, I just turn, I, 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 I turn to Quiver. Do you, do you think we could, how tough is a- I cannot speak for, I cannot speak for my companions, but I consider myself a guardian of this part of the, the Greenwood. How, how tough is a warg? And I will consider it a personal failing if this creature has not been brought low within the week. Oh, shame <laughs> I was going to evaluate the options, but I guess we are going in. We will help you with your warg problem. Well, that would be most generous of you, indeed. I don't know about you, but I would be mighty happy to... Wait a second, wait a second. This is fate. The talismans. The talismans. What? The what talismans! We were handed at the beginning of the journey! What was the shape uh, of the talisman? It was at all for meant to do this. Oh. Yes. Okay? Um, this... I'm just gonna do... I'm gonna do a Picard face palm. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly yeah, a... makes sense, no. We can't lose. What? Uh, that's not... You have my spear. Oh my gosh, that's not how this works. <laughs> Quiver summons every uh, ounce of willpower he has within him not to say in my bow. Then <laughs> me metoc. If you do indeed intend to repay your... No. No, lady, this is the part where you say very well, you shall be the fellowship of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not familiar with that phrase. <laughs> you typically leave the pig out in that area by our camp, I assume, or where I, our camp was. Correct. And every week, Hob would come and eat it and leave us alone. Well, perfect. We'll just wait at, wait at that area and then attack him when he comes to looking for food. I'm afraid it won't be that simple. We, we weren't afraid of just a single warg, after all. That warg has allies. 
Many goblins follow him. Well, and he look, uh, and Beetle looks over at his dwarf, dwarf friends. We have help. <laughs> I'll have you know yeah, in the last well. day I slayed no less than three goblins. Hey, I weakened that On last one. I killed that one very well. Your courage is most commendable. However, I, I feel as though you would be sacrificing yourselves if you were to go in the woods by yourself. I feel that we might have the most defensible position here. Okay. Huh? Makes sense. Very well. You will assist us in defending these halls from Grey Muzzle Hob. Beetle, uh, make a persuasion check. Uh, the question is, did the last roll succeed? Basically, do I still have advantage or no? No, you don't. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration for this roll then. To give yourself advantage, very to give well. give myself advantage. Yeah, it, 19. Hey, that's pretty good. Yes, it is very good. In fact, you've done such an excellent job of convincing her. Uh, Galavira decides, let these people go. They will be our allies in this upcoming fight, and I presume in the future as well. You may always return here if you wish, and this will be a safe haven for you. Should we succeed? Splendid. <clears throat> yes. Thank you, my lady. Your pig will be repaid. Wonderful. Several times over. Return them their weapons. Mm -hmm. And uh, as someone goes and fetches your weapons, you can hear a bell ringing outside. Ding, 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 ding. I assume that means it's action time. time. Oh, so soon. Uh, there is several several people shouting and uh, running around outside. Maybe it's lunchtime. You, you said it was uh, twilight? Yes. The twilight hours of the morning. This is evening. Oh, evening. Yeah, we spent the whole day in a barn. Never yes. mind. Yeah, right. pretty much. Because they, they were so busy. Yep. <laughs> Maybe they're having a... Big roast. As the bell is ringing, you can hear the terrible sound of trees cracking and a very loud howl like a wolf uh, in the air. It's uh, a very chilling noise to everyone, and uh, the other people in the hall start looking around in wide-eyed fear. And you can hear uh, this voice coming from outside. Gala Vera, I am hungry now, and your scrawny pigs will not satisfy me. Send out your children, Gala Vera. Send out your bravest sons, so I may kill them too and drink their hot blood. Send out your suckling babies and their mewling mothers, so I may eat my fill. Send them out, or you all die. I think all dying sounds preferable. Honestly, it does. I wouldn't want to watch my children. Yeah, let's kill this thing. <laughs> the only thing you're going <laughs> this... to eat is the dirt. This thing can speak? Yes, this warg can speak. Do warks speak in the books? I don't know, but this is a very large warg. This, right. this warg is a large monstrosity. 
Um, Beetle's going to fish in his pocket and pull out the the charm and put it on and turn to the rest of the party and go, all right, it's showtime. I've still got mine on the tip of my spear. Galavira will uh, call for you to be cut loose and have your weapons returned to you as quickly as can possibly be found. And uh, she will uh, she will then say to all of you, can you fight? If not, learn now. If yes, then we draw swords together this day. Be friend or foe. And she will with she will draw uh, a shining blade of rippled steel and uh, take up a position by the uh, dais. Okay. Oh, so they're coming in. Yeah, Grey, Grey Muzzlehob has come to us at this point. Oh. Thank goodness I have was, they're, coming, not they're coming into they're coming into this building specifically. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I do the thing that I described because I forgot that I was still bound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As as she says that, and as you are uh, given back your weapons, uh, the door at the end of the long hall. Oh my gosh! You're giving us no time to do anything. Bursts open. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and in rushes the knight, All right. and with it, Grey Muzzlehob. He is a fearsome, very large, black-furred warg, giant wolf with burning coals for eyes. Its coat is matted and slick with old blood, and it smells of death. He has several goblins accompanying him, who uh, seem to be very familiar, two of them anyways, you, th- you think that uh, they are probably the ones that escaped uh, yesterday. <laughs> Come to die again. <laughs> the goblins who lived. Yes. Come to die. Yes. Uh, indeed. <laughs> uh, when that door... Does any- anybody? Yes. Yeah. Okay. When the door bursts open, all of the, the candles and torches and uh, the main hearth itself are all snuffed out. Wait, we're in the dark? You are now in the dark. Well, the heck, torch is just I can kind of... see. It's fine. I I can also see. I, I can see I all see. them little stupid goblins. I can see. I, I can, can fight. <laughs> and all right, you guys are going to have to remind me for the millionth time where that comes from. Fairly odd parents. Oh, okay. It is possible for you to uh, relight the torches or the uh, the main hearth if you uh, want to, assuming you have flint and steel or something on you, which, if it's not explicitly stated, I'll just assume you have. Well, I'm useless until I do, so... You know, I actually don't. I'm not entirely certain whether it's listed among... Is it not uh, in the traveling gear? Because if it isn't, I'll just assume it is. If you don't have one on you, then yes, there will. There is a tinderbox nearby that you could grab if you so desire. Okay. Uh, but first, everyone's gonna have to roll initiative. Woo. Great. Oh. Sounds like a good roll. To three. All right. All right. Uh, ten. 13 for Anvender. Uh, 17. What an absolute fiasco. Beetle will be going first. Fantastic. Everyone take a drink. Um, 
<laughs> I am Show me going your moves. to. Yeah, exactly. I am going to. Uh... Actually, hold on, just one second, Beetle. Yeah, okay. Um, your you have a thing, right? Uh, an ability about like insight or something. Oh, woeful insight. Y yes. You could do it now, but it does not appear. Yeah, because I can't, like, give you a hint of what to do. It's mostly uh, a warning. Right. So, yeah. But right, you can, which you, you can use it to auto-hit something. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. All right, what is it? RPG strategy, we kill off the goblins first, then go for the warg. Because we could probably... Uh, that will reduce the number of actions. That's true. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, you go will that. notice that the goblins are focused pretty much entirely on the dwarves at the oh. moment. Okay. Well, that will free up actions for us yes. and also reduce their actions. Yes. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um. So I, I would like to get the lights on. That's kind of priority one yeah, for yeah. me. Uh, I'm going to uh, pull out my short bow and fling it, fling an arrow at one of the goblins. All right, uh, roll to hit. And you have uh, dark vision or whatever it's called, right? Yeah, night. Uh, it. I think it's lit. Yeah, night vision. Okay. Um, that is a thirteen. Your arrow whizzes right past its ear and misses. Dang, that's my turn. <laughs> and Vinder, it is your turn. Uh, you do not have your horse with you, unfortunately. That's all right. It really just increases yeah, my travel distance. That thing just came from outside where your horse is probably being kept. So we'll see. We'll see what's left of it when we get out there, <laughs> I guess. With any luck, it uh, didn't find it before it came to us. That's not a happy thought. And if you voice that aloud, no, that's great it... fuel for my rage. <laughs> my battle theory. <laughs> Yeah, this is when this is when I fury. This is when I go into <laughs> battle fury, thinking that my horse is probably good, good, good. dead. This has been yeah. one of my longtime companions. So with that fury, I take my spear double-handed and attempt to thrust it down this warg's throat. Now the warg is at the other end of the hole from you, so you will have to. Yeah, that's uh, what throwing is for. You, you can throw it if you wish to, or you have to uh, run up to it. So you can see in the dark? No, I'm just raging. Oh. Alright. <laughs> I don't know, man, I'm just raging. Are we on the side of the... We're on the side of the dais, right? Yeah, you're right by the dais. And uh, yeah, the warg so is at the uh, open door. Yeah, I don't think I have dark vision as a rider. Or night vision. Uh, neither as a rider or a slayer, I don't think. No. Get night vision. Um. Well, if you want to handle the lights... Uh, or if you don't want to handle the lights, I will. It's up to you. I'll handle the lights. Oh, no. I'll get the lights. Fury, my fury almost kicks in, and I'm like, you know what? I can't see a dang thing. I will just start the fire. You wanna, do you want to hold your turn until after I've done something? Or hold your action, I, you know? It's not the barbarian way. It's not the slayer way to hold an action, <laughs> but fine, since I can't see. Then attack blindly in the dark. If that's the thing you're, that, that makes the most yeah. sense. Yeah, honestly, the, the thing that makes the most sense is me throwing my spear in a fury. So fury with 
a thrown spear, which I assume is at disadvantage. Yes, uh, if you're fighting in the dark, you are currently blinded. Does that just raise the AC of the target? No, it gives you dis- that, it, it gives it, like, you disadvantage. And anyone ah. that's attacking a creature that's blinded has advantage, assuming they can also see. Uh, critical failure. Oof. Yeah, you uh, you throw your spear, uh, and it lands in the hearth, but the hearth is currently not on fire. So. Oh great. Hopefully the ranger recognizes. It's there before he lights what? it. What? <laughs> oh, I've got an idea, guys. Well, it is Quiver's turn. Oh, sweet. I have a <laughs> flask of oil. <laughs> um, so I just flo- I just throw it on the hearth. Because there's no way it went out completely, right? Like, it's got to be embers. Actually, it's not. It is completely out. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, you don't understand why it's out. Maybe it was some sort of <sighs> dark sorcery. Magic. It's the shadow. Ah. It's magic. You know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Jake. Okay, well, in, in that case, I'm. There. In that case, I'm fumbling around for a flint and tinder. Uh, there is a tinder box nearby. The it's close enough that you'll be able to reach it. Uh, quickly okay. enough. What is near to it that I can light on fire? Uh, there's a torch. Every uh, pillar, or you could uh, go up to the hearth. Mm. The hearth is in the center of the room. It's that huge. Yeah, thing. it's it's closer to the door than it is to the dais. But um, yeah, yeah, well, that's what we need. So I guess that's what I'll do. Because it's it's massive. So if I can get it lit again, yeah, that would be good. You're gonna pull his spear out before you light it on fire. I don't know anything about that. Hopefully, I'll be able to see that it's in there. Oh, that's true. Because you can't see. If you are, uh, right, I can't see crap if, about that. If you are going right up next to the uh, the hearth, you'll be able to see his spears in there. Okay. Well, I, mean, uh, um, I can. I will. <laughs> I'm not gonna worry about it. it. Just just yet. I really need to get this lit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not gonna burn instantly, so. Um, I will. Uh, try to get a try to get some sparks to catch. I guess. Slight of hand check. Get a fire going. Sleight of hand? Oh yeah, great. There we go. There's a there's a quote for everything. Yes, there is. <laughs> sleight of sleight of hand. And I wish I had another inspiration right about now. This has to work. Uh, if anyone else Come has on. one, they could give it to them. But I used mine. I suppose they could. Um, I think I already used. Okay, that's uh, for a second. I thought that was a seven, but it is a seventeen plus two nineteen. Oh, okay. You We're successfully good. begin uh, having the fire. Return to the hearth. If I have time, I'm going to dump my flask of oil, kind of scatter it across the the hearth as best I can. Is that uh, using an item? Probably. Which is probably another action? Probably. So probably not no. this turn. You gotta, you gotta, like... Kill him. You gotta, like, just throw the flask and have it break on the warg and then light the warg on fire well that would be great except i, I can't do that until i can see him <laughs> fair well i guess that's all i can do and now it is the warg's turn uh do i have any movement left i guess it doesn't matter well how what is your Never movement mind. speed uh that's probably 30 feet right yeah 30 feet yeah. now you 
I don't. Because it would have taken you five feet to get the tinderbox, and then another twenty-five to get to the hearth. Sure. It is what it is. So yes, Hob will go. Uh, seeing you, uh, lighting the uh, the hearth again, he is. The work is going to instantly kill me. <laughs> I mean, he is going to come after you for lighting that fire. Great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm screwed. Do I, did I, do I have time to get out my shield? Is that something I can do? Uh, off of your back? Yes. I'll allow it. Okay. Well, I mean, it was just handed to me, right? Oh, that so, as well, yeah. Uh, okay. He is uh, going to attempt to bite you. Does an 11 hit? Um, no, an 11 does definitely not hit me. Very well, then. Uh, that is it for the warg. And Bearling will go. This conversation about uh, striking the the warg with a flask, was that something you said in character or no? Oh, uh, that was not something I said in character, because I, I don't know that he has a flask of oil. And he didn't say All that right. in character. In character. So. Okay, and the and the works right now, right now is the, I'm assuming is the biggest and closest concern. Uh, it's definitely or... the biggest concern, and it is closer than the goblins. It is uh, pretty much level with the uh, the hearth now, because it came okay. up came up to bite uh, uh, quiver, and missed. All right, he's going to whip out his mattock. He's going to pull back and swing into his ribs. Screaming. What's your movement speed? 25. I assumed I, I, assumed I was close enough. Yeah, yeah, but... you, are, you, can, you can get there in 25 feet. Uh, so you're going to attack him? Yep, okay. That is a dirty 20. Well, that does hit. Roll your damage. With, I believe, fourteen points of piercing damage. Are you are you 14? sure, or do you just Holy believe that? Cats. Um, I rolled a six and a five, and it's plus three. Yeah, that's uh, that's fourteen points uh, damage. Yep. Nice. Gray muzzle hob lets out a howl in pain. Oh. <laughs> Is now, uh, the goblins are going to charge for the dwarves who are going to uh, fight them off as best they can and it will go back to Beetle. Seeing that I now have uh, one of the one of the part our my party members fighting the warg I will turn my attention to the warg. You have two of your party members fighting them. And I will attempt to fire off an arrow at that. Uh, attack. Uh, 14. Hits. Cool. Um, ideal six, uh, plus two. That's eight piercing plus sneak attack. Three. So that's 11. Uh, what damage is that? I assume it's piercing. Yeah, the same 11 piercing damage. damage. Yep. All right. And that is my turn. 
And Vinder, it is your turn once more. Uh, if you uh, want to, you should be able to get your spear out of the hearth, and it should be fine. Thank goodness. If anything, that's that's kind of going to add to my fear factor as I get up, pull it out of these kind of burning embers or whatever, and with the gleam of fire in my eye, I'm going to attempt to jump off of the hearth and bring my spear into his flank. How does a, an 18 look? 18 hits? Yeah. Ooh, yes. Uh, 10 piercing damage from the spear. He, he lets out another yelp of pain. I revel in the blood and heat. <laughs> Next is Quiver. Although... Uh, you started your turn within 10 feet of the warg, so you need a wisdom saving throw to avoid being... Uh, presumably to avoid being feared yes, or something. Yes, to avoid being uh, terrified of this large wolf creature coming and attacking you. I see. Okay. Um, I rolled quite well. A wisdom saving yes. throw? Uh, 19. Uh, you brush off the fear. You are not afraid of this beast. And you little. Well, <laughs> not enough to run away in no, terror. Yet. No, yes. Um, cool. Um, in the last six seconds, has the fire um, kind of spread through the hearth, or is it still... Yeah, you, the, the hearth does seem to be coming back to light. Uh, it, it, it should be uh, fully lit uh, fairly shortly. Um, I think what I will do is pull my torches out of my pack and... Like light them all, <laughs> and start um, running around the room, handing them off to whoever is closest to the wolf. I don't. Th and has a free hand. I'm not certain you can light multiple torches in a turn. Oh come on! At, I'm just reading here. Relighting a torch or stirring the fire takes an action and requires a sleight of hand check for the ones Why? in the room. It is using an item. Please explain to me. It's using an item. Why I shouldn't be able to hold five torches in my two hands. <laughs> and poke them all into the fire at oh, once. Oh, okay. Please explain oh, okay. this to me. That's what no, you were I, doing. I think, it's, I think it meant, like, actually trying to flint and steal light. Yeah, if you were trying to flint and steal right, each right, one, right. that's different. No, no, You're no, going to no, no. thrust them all into the, the fire that, that already exists. Correct. Okay, correct. well, in that case, yes, you light them all. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> How can this be happening? How long does a single torch last? About two hours. So if we light all five, it'll last for ten hours. That's not how that works. <laughs> Secret tunnel. Uh, yes, you uh, you managed to light all five torches. Uh, when you do so, Grimo's Hob sorts of reels back a little. Someone doesn't like fire. Oh, is that your whole turn is uh, lighting those torches and handing them off? Yes, all I'm doing is passing out the torches. That seems like as much as a person could reasonably do. And I assume um, you're also going to move away from the... Um, yes, board? having having done so. So I'm going to pass them out to whoever's close. So obviously um, uh, uh, the horseman, um, if he will take... If he has a, an arm free, which I'm not sure that he does. But... Um, I'll make it free. <laughs> He'll okay. make an arm free. And then um, the three dwarves, um, if they have arms free. And uh, let's see who else has to go into melee. I'm pretty sure everybody 
Oh, really? Okay, then which of the remaining two uh, party members would like a torch? I, I'm using, I'm still using a short bow. So oh, like, well, then not, not him. Okay, yeah, perfect. Not then, him. Um, then the dwarf, the other dwarf. You're the party dwarf. The bearling. Yes. Yes, uh, but you are leaving uh, the wargs melee area, so you will have an opportunity attack. Well, that's the way I it do, is. I, I do have, not, I do have uh, night vision. Uh, that's it's not for night vision. It's for it's scaring the heck out of the warg. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, also it's surrounding it with torches. Wait, uh, I thought Barreling was in melee range. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if I want to get out of melee range, having handed off the torches. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, if he Afterwards. wants to get, it, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could okay. wait until next turn and then disengage, but I'm gonna risk it, I guess. Uh, well, a twenty-three to hit you. Freak me. Uh, I did not heal up from last time, so we'll see how this goes. Well, uh, it's 11 piercing damage. Well, I'm dead. <laughs> I oh, doubt no. you're dead dead. I think you're just unconscious. Very unconscious, yes. Because 11 doesn't drop you to half that your total That would have one-shot me if I'd been at full, so it didn't matter whether I healed or not. Oof. Yeah, so he bites you. Yeah, this is why I am so glad I picked Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he lets your limp body fall back to the floor. Well, at least he had the courtesy not to chew on me. <laughs> well, his his attention's pretty well occupied with other things at the moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, it is his turn, and uh, Bearling and Anvinder are both within melee range of him. Yes, I uh, yeah. I, I had my spear sticking in him not six seconds ago. All right, he is going to attack Bearling. Okay. It's gonna try and chomp on you. A ten. That's a miss. That in fact is a miss. He tries to bite me and I push I try to push his uh, mouth away with my Maddock. Yeah, you uh, successfully ward off his uh mouthful of teeth. Uh and it is now your turn, and you have to make a wisdom saving throw, Barreling. Oh great. <laughs> oh great. How's your wisdom? Uh, wisdom is average. Okay. Not like his intelligence or charisma. Yeah. My wisdom is your constitution. Oh! Um, 14? This warg does not frighten you into running away. Awesome. You may continue with your turn. Okay. Yeah, after he pushes, uh... The warg's mouth away. He's going to rear back his uh, mattock and swing back at him. Uh, Eleven? That is a miss. It dings into the ground. And it will now be... The goblins and dwarves are still locked in combat, although it does seem that the dwarves have killed two of the goblins that were attacking them. Not the same two that uh, got away yesterday, though. Beetle, it is now your turn. I once again am going to train my short bow on the on the warg, but I am going to choose to succeed my attack ro uh, roll. So I'm With just your uh, your feature. Yep. Yep. Virtue. Okay. Your my virtue. Gosh, excuse, get it right. Excuse me, your virtue. Um, yes. So yeah. you hit. hit. Roll uh, damage. Uh, so that's five plus six. That's eleven piercing. This warg is not looking good at all. 
And awesome. it cries out in pain once more. That's my turn. And now we go to Anvinder, who, at the start of your turn, must make a wisdom saving throw. Alright. I'll allow myself to be frightened by this beast. Uh, oh, am I still making this a disadvantage because I'm exhausted? That's a that's a saving throw, not an ability check. Yeah, oh. so you only have disadvantage on ability checks. Oh, cool. Well, you don't in... get disadvantage on saving throws until level three exhaustion. Yeah. Oof. Nice. Okay, that that makes it so much better. Uh, nineteen. You are not afraid of this warg. No, indeed, nice. I am not. And you may continue with your turn. In fact, I'm so not afraid of him that I'm going to continue to stand him down and run my spear through his side yet again. Get him! <laughs> Never mind all that. <laughs> Ooh, that's not as good. Uh, 13. Your spear clanks off the stone of the hearth and misses. Bummer. Oh, no. Uh, I will not be striking the killing blow this day. And Quiver must make a death saving throw. That is correct. That is a five. Oh, no. That is one failure on your saving, death saving throws. And it will now be Hobbs' turn once more. One critical failure stands between me and Oblivion. We can't let a character with this cool a name as Quiver die this early. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of you boys has to stabilize him. Don't everybody volunteer at once. (laughs) (laughs) I assume that's an action. I don't actually know how that works. Is Uh, it a medicine check? It's a medicine check. Make a... Yeah. I'll cauterize his wounds with fire. Oh my god. And if if you have a proficiency with uh, the healer's kit, and you use the healer's kit, you can add your proficiency bonus as well. Which I do believe if you stabilize with a healer's kit, you bring them to one instead of zero. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of you have proficiency with a healer's kit, though. (laughs) All right. Nope. I have a proficiency in a brewer's kit. I don't think that's going to help in this particular situation. (laughs) Good try, though. <laughs> Hob, seeing that uh, he's got two formidable uh, opponents in front of him, is going to disengage and run around the other side of the hearth coming for Beetle. Oh, good. Uh-oh. He's going to get up right next to you, but he can't actually attack you. And it is now uh, Bearling's turn. Kill him. Kill him dead. Oh, snap. Um, Bearling is uh, looking back and forth. Uh, between Hog and Quiver, and uh, decides to just uh, try to go after the Hog and swing at him again. Uh, his name is Hob with a B. Hob. Yes. Gray Muzzle Hob. Gray Muzzle Hob. Yes. So you're going to run up to him and swing again? Yep, that is a 21 to hit. Well, that uh, that does hit. With... 11 points of piercing damage. How do you want to do this? Hey! Oh, thank goodness. You did it! <laughs> you saved Christmas. <laughs> the warg is coming after Beetle, his mouth drooling and lips snarling. Little bits of quiver. When suddenly <laughs> you see 
uh, a dwarf running behind him with his horned mustache beard. He swings his Maddox circular and then drives him uh, horizontally through the neck. Nice. And that blow uh, brings the war down as he falls over and sort of sl- still still continues to slide. His corpse slides towards Beetle, but he is now dead. The goblins seeing uh, this warg die all quickly retreat out the front door and off into the woods again. Uh, you have survived so far. Someone should probably go and uh, assist Quiver. I chuck a spear at one of the f- my spear at one of the fleeing goblins. Uh, roll to hit. Who who has the higher medicine check? I have a plus two. Okay, That's an eighteen hit. Uh, you hit. Roll the damage. Uh, since it's thrown, it's just a d six. But I'm I'm gonna use the help oh. action. Okay, that's good. So um, that's four damage from my spear. You definitely, uh, all you you uh, definitely take out one of the uh, the ligaments in a goblin's leg, and it's uh, it limps off uh, with a trail of dark blood behind it in back into the woods. Does it take right. his spear with him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. That would make it hard. Yeah. Yeah, Berling is going to do what he can to try to get Quiver stable. Uh, Gelavere will also call for uh, the uh, the wise women to uh, bring uh, herbs and bandages. The natural one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so a three. With a, but I'm, I, 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 I did say I was using yeah. the help action. Yeah, and I had disadvantage. Yeah, because he's exhausted still. Oh, so you just so he gets one normally. roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my understanding, f- failing a stabilizing roll doesn't make you worse. I like, didn't could be wrong? realize you still had disadvantage. I would have just done it myself. You just then. done it yourself. Yeah. yeah. I could have. I could. You could have helped you. Had he... advantage. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't apologize to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Quiver. <laughs> Uh, Quiver, make another uh, death saving throw. Oh, good. Uh, 17. Oh, okay. success. And uh, if any of you want to try one more time before the... Uh... Yes, I would. <laughs> this time I'm going to help him. So he has actually... I actually advantage. get advantage? Okay, good. Yes. Uh, that's a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Quiver, make another I... death saving throw. Oh my goodness. I come in and stick my torch in his wounds to caught her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you dealing him damage? That's an automatic failure. Uh, huh. Thanks. <laughs> uh, that was a 16, I, I said, but I don't know if you guys heard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't hear that. So that is two successes. Uh, at this point, uh, the... the uh, Someone competent enters the room? Yeah, the, the <laughs> Galavir returns uh, with uh, herbs and bandages... Uh, and is able to uh, properly uh, stabilize you at okay. uh, at one hit point. Whew. That was close. I gotta admit, that one was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> they had us in the first half, not gonna lie. As you regain consciousness, as uh, Gail Vera is tending to your wounds, uh, she, uh, she says to you, 
You may consider your debt well and truly paid in full. If there is anything we can do to assist you, you simply have to ask. Yes. I'd I, like a bed. I think we're going to need some place to rest. <laughs> consider my home open to you. Or is just going to groan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the land of the living. <laughs> and uh, as Quiver gets carried off to uh, one of the medical huts, medicine huts, uh, you, you hear uh, Galavira order, orders uh, for Grey Muslihob to be skinned and uh, sets repairing uh, the broken palisade. Ooh, uh, Snor pelt. Snorri and the other dwarves agree to assist them in uh, rebuilding their, uh, their farmstead. You may all rest in the Great Hall tonight, and uh, tomorrow will be a day of celebration for this great victory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Woo. We did it. Well done. There is an epilogue. Oh. Oh. Uh, after a few more days, they have pretty much emptied the uh, the village to uh, have the celebration and to resupply you for the rest of your journey. And consider having uh, the effects of a long rest, so you're all could healed use back one of those, up. Probably. Yes. Yes. You most certainly could. Uh, I yeah. once again took no damage, guys. I Easy. Took one. Keep that Easy. GG. <laughs> that was only yeah, I don't know one the... session, though. Hey, I, I almost I killed you last about. session. <laughs> a, yeah, but it was a no, double two sessions session. ago. So as uh, a few a few days have passed, Quiver, you're pretty sore. much back back to <laughs> back to normal. You are a little sore. Yeah. Uh, that bite uh, it did cause a little scarring, uh, but you'll you'll be you'll be all right for the most part, and uh, you can uh, set out again. You don't need to roll any, um, sure, sure, any things for this. Uh, you're gonna head off into the direction of uh, Woodland Hall. Mm -hmm. As you set out, uh, the villagers uh, on this farmstead all turn out and uh, offer what uh, meager gifts they can, which uh, seem meager to you, but are an awful, uh, quite an awful lot from them. Uh, the, the three dwarves, Snorri, Bori, and Harv, decided to stay a while to uh, to continue to uh, pay off any remorse that they may have about taking their pig and uh, assisting them in rebuilding. Uh, Galavira will bid you farewell and thank you for uh, slaying Grey Muzzlehob. All former misdeeds and punishments are forgotten, and uh, you can consider Galavira to be a patron, uh, which is more important if we come back to this campaign. Uh, mostly it's, uh, you can, you can, you, you will pretty much always be safe here. This will be like a, a guaranteed spot to have a long rest. You can come back and re resupply and whatever. This will be a safe place in between towns or something if you're uh, journeying. Right. As you uh, approach the, uh, the road that uh, will eventually branch off and turn towards Woodland Hall, but for now is going north, uh, you see another traveler ahead of you. On, uh, on the trail, uh, leaning on a staff as he walks wearily along the road. He's an old man with a tall, pointed hat, a long gray cloak, and a silver scarf. He has a long white beard it's... and bushy eyebrows that stick out beyond the brim of his hat. It's Santa Claus. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew he was real. Your path will lead north, I think. And so does mine today. May I join you on the road? And with that, the curtain falls. Hey, all. It's, uh, Merling here. Thank you kindly for the... Oh, it, it worked for us a lot. Thank you very much for listening to this uh, one-shot episode of uh, Table Quest, hosted by our amazing sound editor and half-orc, uh, Josh Kitchen. If you wish to contact with any of us, uh, feel free to follow us on any of our social media platforms, such as uh, our Facebook page, simply called Table Quests, it is also our uh, Twitter at, at TableQuests. It is also our subreddit as well at r slash TableQuests. So everyone knows, this is a podcast that is not funded in any way. If you enjoy uh, listening to us, please feel free to share it. Next week, we should be able to return back to our regular programming. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, I need a nap. Josh, cut this part out in post. I will. <laughs> Josh, fix this in post. I will be sure to do that very thing. <laughs> okay, great. I'm waiting for Nick to say something in not Isaiah's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're all waiting for? <laughs> uh, just I mean, like you could... My first... My... Nick, I was like uh, expecting Nick to say something. I was like, "Wait a second, he's not going to use the pseudo Spanish accent." The Spanish cajita. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, the, the image that we've got to go yeah. off. That's like freaking bullhorns coming out of his face. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> that's amazing. That, yeah, that's kind of what I imagined. Yep. Okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> wow. Yowzer. <laughs> So is that considered a mustache? We'll, we'll call it a beard. <laughs> it's a mirrored. No. It's one of, it or, is one of Middle Earth's greatest mysteries. That is, is a mustache. <laughs> That's what we'll spend the entire journey to, to Dale arguing about. <laughs> is it a mirrored or a mustache? <laughs> oh, wow. We've been recording for over three hours already. Yeah, I know. That felt way shorter than yeah, uh, than three hours. Wow. Yeah, and we are about halfway done, so that does make sense. I mean, to be honest, half hour of it was just listening to Jeremy like mutter about his character sheet. Yeah, I actually, I don't think we actually started until like seven. Yeah. So, do you expect us to get to Dale? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Definitely I was not. Gonna say. Definitely not. Okay. Like that might be your goal. And like you might have set out with that goal in mind, but um, I see. Okay. Uh, spoiler warning: You are not going to get to Dale at the end of this one shot. <laughs> I see. Okay, that's good. That's good. We've we've tempered our expectations. <laughs> that was never a possibility. Okay, I'm glad to know that. 
I've made very little progress on that stuff. So you guys know, because I've been packing and stuff. No, I, I get that. Things are going to be nuts. Like, my weekends are shot for, like, this weekend's gone, next weekend's gone, the week a- weekend after that is Jeremy's wedding, gosh darn it. Right. <laughs> God, I hate it. Just, why do I have to be at a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the secret here is that my horse's name is Ursa, which means bear. Yeah. Ah. I was in a movie called yeah. A Horse Called Bear. Oh. Yep. Easter egg. I see what you did there. Wait, you were in a movie? Yes, yes, I was in a movie. I was the protagonist in a Christian horse film. Now i got to find this on the internet later. It is on Amazon for your viewing pleasure. Oh, yep. look it up My brain later. is doing like... My brain is doing dial-up things right now, trying to process this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I based the horse off of that horse. Oh, okay. The uh, how? Yeah, where can I find this? Amazon. It's hold everything. It's he on Amazon. Amazon. Okay. The movie is on it, Amazon. Yes. It's on Prime, or you can buy it on Amazon. I probably think buy it's it. on Prime. Oh, cool. Even if even if it's if you rented it's like one of those dollar movies so uh it it if you have prime it is included with your prime membership congratulations everybody whoever has prime wow. can watch me in a christian horse film that's pretty great i will oh nice uh, how old are you uh that was sophomore year his I think. name's even in the link wow i'd be either 18 or 19 no freaking way. That's cool. <laughs> so yeah, that was eight, oh my gosh. That was eight years ago. Jason. Is that is the front cover somebody's artwork or is that actually a picture? I think that's a picture, artwork. yeah. Is it a picture? <laughs> it looks like it, it I'm sure it was photoshopped in, in some way. But oh no, it started playing. I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we lost Quiver. <laughs> oh no, it's got three and a half stars. <laughs> yes, because uh, somebody reviewed it with, man, if God really was good, he wouldn't have let us make movies this bad. Oh, oh no. Oh man. Um, hang on. There's a there's a picture of me. I went to the premiere of the of the movie, and there's a picture of me in front of like the movie poster giving Nick bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> this is an hour and a half long. This is like a yeah. This it's is a, crazy. It's a legit this is like a real film. production movie. Holy cow! Yes, yes. yes. I, How did this happen? Um, I forget D and D. I would like to not friends. forget D and D. Yeah. yeah. I'm close friends with a um, a guy who owns his own film company, and uh, I was I was on summer break, and he said, "Hey, you should come audition for this movie I'm working on." And I said, "I totally can't do that because I'm a full time student, you know, and I have plans for this summer. I literally have two weeks where I'm where I'm open this summer." And he says, "Well, come and audition anyway." So I did, and the director or producer the producer was like i want i want him <laughs> and so i told her you know i i'm literally only available for two weeks she's like that's fine we will shoot all of your scenes in those two weeks i want you so huh. so i had a bunch i think our last day of filming was actually 18 hours of filming 
because we realized there were just too many scenes that I was in. (laughs) But yeah, that was the thing. Can we go back to D? Yes, we can go back to (laughs) D now. You all can watch the movie later. Tell us about the process of making this. Uh, It was actually fairly easy. It was mostly just. Is that one of? Is that an original poem or is that one of Tolkien's? Uh, This came out of uh, the book or the uh, adventure. Oh really? Yes. I don't know if they pulled it, if they pulled it from Tolkien, but uh, I got it from the book. It sounds very similar to the Song of Durin. I I know that it, at first it's uh, some of the like the the first couple lines, and then I think like the sec uh, the third or fourth verse is very similar, but it, there are definitely differences in uh, in uh, some of the other verses, and it has a chorus every, after every verse, which I'm not certain the Song of Durin has. Very good. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you sing it through twice? Um, I took several takes it, just so I could get the words and rhythms correct. Uh, gotcha. Uh, especially since I was sick at the time, and uh, sometimes I just couldn't sing it all the way through. Uh, gotcha. But, uh, yes, I did layer uh, two recordings of myself so that it sounds like there are two people singing. Right, as it should. Because uh, Har and Snorri are both uh, going to sing this song, because Bori is currently playing the whistle well, and can't yeah, sing. Yeah. Right. So two right. of the three dwarves are singing along. Did you put any filters on your voice, or is that your natural voice? Uh, that's my sick voice with some e- e- right. EQ uh, reverb. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's really good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Now, hold on. Yeah. I went from a horse named Bear to a horse that used to be there. <laughs> now you're just a horse that I used to know. Oh, a horse that's barely there. <laughs> or a horse that's barely there. <laughs> a horse living on a prayer. <laughs> Whoa. It's halfway there. Whoa. <laughs> or Woodland Hall, excuse me. I've, Why I've, they, I've they're both so similar. Times. Yeah, yeah. 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 Woodland Hall, Woodman Town. Yeah. Yes, Woodman and Woodland. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of wood around. <laughs> yes. It is Woodwood Wood Hall the woods. and Woodwood Town. <laughs> yes, yes. Because we live in Markwood. Uh, right next to the Hundred Acre Wood. Nope, that doesn't exist. <laughs> With all the trees. Wait, what? 